WKOK is sponsored by Glick Incorporated, Zimmerman Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram Truck, Purdy Insurance, Midtown Bistro, Blaze Alexander Ford, Northumberland National Bank, Free Fall and Grill, Peters Home Appliance Center, Sunbury Motor Company, Shawley Insurance Agency, Shimokin Dam Health Center, Service First Federal Credit Union, Buffalo Wild Wings, Platinum Sealands Grove, Cole Stony Hill Tree Farm, The Squeeze In and Duck In, WNL Subaru, Mart's Gap View Hunting Preserve, Mid Pen Energy, Blaze Alexander okay. Buick Cadillac go. GMC <laughs> Truck Sunbury. Now, let's go to the I stadium with Kevin right. Herr and the Chief Dave Ritchie. Tonight, the Shikolami Braves are looking for an opportunity to do something that no one in the state of Pennsylvania thinks that they can do. And that's a chance to not only hang with Jersey Shore tonight in game two of the home schedule, but an opportunity to, as they've been saying throughout the week, shock the state. It's going to take a perfect football game to do it. Is the team capable of it? With a couple of breaks, they could actually pull off a surprise. And the longer they stay in this game, the more confidence this team that got its first win in almost an entire year will have. Kevin Hur, along with the Chief Dave Ritchie, we're here at Shikolami Stadium tonight, game two of the five-game home series this year. And, Chief, it is a tough one, to say the least. I don't think that Jersey Shore has one part of their game that's weak. Uh, they have ex an excellent defense, probably the strongest uh Part of their game is their defense but their offense is very explosive they've got a, a good running backs in packer and jordan the quarterback jordan also runs and they've got excellent receivers uh as you know with with peacock and i think griffin is connor griffin is another one uh just a a, a great great football team this year they also have a, a a good kicker they've got a good place kicker and they have an excellent punter so i'm looking at them as being uh the total package as a football team and you can see they've beaten Pottsville 50 points against Pottsville 73 points against Lewisburg and of course last week they held a Seals Grove team to 11 yards total offense with no first downs and scored 63 points chief they're outscoring teams right now 63 to 6 they have given a, up a total of 18 points on defense and 12 of those in the first week against Pottsville. Yeah, well, that you, they, you look at a team and you see they're scoring a lot of points and you look at their opponents and their opponents are good opponents. I mean, Pottsville usually has an excellent club down in the District 11. And, you know, we know how Seals Grove program, Coach Hicks has had their program going for quite a while now, playing very well. And, of course, Lewisburg might be down a little bit, but you're always going get, to get a, get a good game with Lewisburg. So they have a very, very, very impressive football team, and I, I think they're actually better than they were last year. They might they probably matched the team two years ago that lost in the state finals. Well, they absolutely have a lot of talent back. This is a team that, when you look at it from last year, they have almost all their starters well, back they, on both they sides lost, of the ball. Kevin, the, their star rec a receiver last year. Yes. Yeah, and he's, we watched him in basketball season, and, you know, he was he's an athlete, but he's not there, but they just replaced him with two other guys that just seem to be able to catch the ball. Uh, I've watched them a couple of times now, jet sweep. 
they love to run student body left or right with the quarterback. They love to use the fullback packer leading the quarterback up into the hole. They like to give the quarterback uh, packer the ball and watch tonight, Kevin, because they're going to run counter probably every fourth or fifth play with Packers. So it's a it's a really really good football team. Well, they're they're not going to do any they're not going to do anything unusual. You know exactly what they're going to do. You're not going to stop them. You can only hope to keep them under control. There's no trick plays. There's no uh, gimmicks. Uh, they just play solid defense and they move the ball down the field. Maybe the maybe the one thing that I noticed was that there was a lot of penalties in the Seals Grove game, but every time they got a penalty and, and they moved their yardage back, the next play they they gain it back. So it's uh, it, they're fun to watch. And I think I said on the Steve Jones show yesterday, if, if Shikle and me weren't playing them, I'd, I'd enjoy watching them tonight. <laughs> well, they're averaging eight yards a play uh, offensively. The Braves averaging four yards a play. Uh, with 300 yards on the ground, that's 100 yards average rushing on the ground, and uh, with the um, uh, 179 yards passing, the Braves are just short of 500 yards in the first three games. And last week they moved the ball wherever they wanted to. Uh, they had great special teams play. Kuntz had a 61-yard punt. He had his first field goal of his career, and uh, the first one obviously of this year as well. I mean, everything just clicked, and that's got to go a long way into making uh, this week of practice a little bit better. Well, Nick Coons might be the most valuable player on Chickalamie's team tonight. I remember years ago I went down to see South Carolina beat Tennessee, and, and South Carolina's punter consistently put uh, Tennessee inside the five-yard line with punts and gave them a long field. It's, it, it, made, it, it made the game go faster, and... Uh, and eventually they were able to pull it out. So Nick's, Nick's just been doing a great job. You know, his he's, punts have been those nice spirals that turn over halfway up and a lot of distance out of him, out kicking a lot of times his own coverage. When we return to Shikolami Stadium, we'll talk with Coach Jim Kaiser of the Shikolami Braves, talk about this week of practice and how they're getting ready for a very difficult test. Chickalemi Jersey Shore coming up on News Radio 1070 WKOK and on the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app. Hi, this is Bob Schoen, the general manager of Blaze Alexander Ford Route 45 in Lewisburg. And for years, we've been saying it's worth the drive to Route 45. Well, what does that mean? It means you're going to get the lowest price guaranteed on any new or used vehicle in stock. Check out our inventory at blazealexanderford.com and compare it to the competition. It means we have a selection of over $12 million of inventory. So whatever it is that you're looking for, we typically have it on our lot. It means you're going to get service after the sale that's second to none. Plus, at Blaze Alexander Ford, you're always going to get the most for your trade-in. Don't make a $1,000 mistake. Make the drive to Route 45 in Lewisburg. Injury, pain, suffering. People turn to expensive, addictive drugs and surgery before considering other options for pain. Healing, moving, living. Shemokin Dam Health Center treats the cause of your injury, not just the symptoms. To relieve pain and restore your body to health, when you're ready to work again, play again, live again, call 743-4333. Health Center, with you in mind. The weather is getting cooler and the leaves are changing in central PA. Hi, this is Season from Purdy Insurance. If your current agent is falling short, it's time to give Purdy Insurance a call. We're a local, family-owned, independent agency ready to find the right insurance to fit your needs. You can call us at 570-286-5855, stop in our office on Market Street in Sunbury, or head to our website at purdyinsurance.com to find out what we can do for you. 
I was in need of refinancing my home and was so intimidated with the process of looking online. There were so many options and I wasn't sure who I could trust. Thank goodness I had Brenda at Nori Bank. Brenda gave me peace of mind and explained everything so clearly to me. She was able to help me refinance my mortgage and I closed in no time. I didn't have to worry because I have Nori Bank. The Northumberland National Bank. The right people, the right solutions, the right bank. Member FDIC, equal housing lender, based on a customer testimony. The appliance pros at Peters care about your safety. Make sure you disconnect your clothes dryer vent twice a year and check for blockage. If your dryer can't vent properly, dangerously flammable lint can build up inside your vent and inside your dryer, causing poor drying performance and can be a fire hazard. See the appliance pros at Peters for more helpful appliance tips. Remember, when it's time to purchase your next appliance, see the experts at Peters. Building or remodeling? Let Peters put together your perfect appliance package. Peters Home Appliance Center, Sunbury. Welcome back to Shikolami. Kevin Hurd with Coach Jim Kaiser of the Shikolami Branch coming off a big win last week. Uh, first off, what was the week of practice like coming off after the after the win? I thought we did a really good job this week. The kids were uh, very energetic and uh, fired up. You know, you, you come off a win, uh, you know, the attitudes change a little bit and gets a little bit better in the locker room. It gets a little better out here in the practice field. Confidence is a big thing with, with a team that you kind of had to patchwork with a little bit. What's the confidence level now after coming out of that game? Well, uh, it's uh, it's pretty high. I mean, you great job by Eli stepping up and playing guard, and uh, Mason Moore standing up, and st stepping up and playing guard. Uh, hopefully, we get a couple of those kids back this week. We're still not sure yet, but uh, I thought those two kids did a really good job, and uh, you know, bigger challenge this week. Takeaways, though, there were a lot of those in that game. Defense played very, very well. Again, a break, but not, our bend, but not break kind of mentality there. What was different in the defense this week over the past two weeks before? I think we were more aggressive to the ball. Chase, Chase Morgan, uh, you know, first couple of weeks laid off a little bit. He was better on his breaks. He broke two, on two balls really nicely. Uh, Packer did the same thing. Jaden did a great job down in the end zone there. And, you know, we had some big hits and caused some fumbles. All right, that's enough celebration. Now back to the game tonight against Jersey Shore. This is a matchup you know very well. They're not going to come out there and change everything up. They're just going to do what they do, and that's really put the ball right in your face. Yeah, that's Tom Gravis. He's done a great job with those guys up there and that program. And yeah, they're 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 uh, they're, they're not uh, they're not going to fool you. They're just going to come out and say, "Here, this is what we do. We do it very well. Stop us." And we've seen a lot of teams struggle with that. What is and is there, and every team has its own has a little weakness, what's the crack in the armor, or the chink in the armor, I should say? Boy, I'm telling you, that's tough to find. <laughs> uh, I didn't see any chinks at all, no. Um, you know what? They, they, we haven't seen them throw the ball a lot. Uh, but again, they haven't had to. So, uh, you know, we're going to try and make them throw the ball a little bit. Has anybody tried the tried like loading everything up inside and see if they can stop them? Yeah, absolutely. Um, they're, they're just... <laughs> Bigger, tougher, and say, uh, and and faster than everybody right now. And you know, I somebody's got to knock the giant down, right? Well, and you talked about it here in practice this week. The comment that you had was, "You've got nothing to lose. Play that way." Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the thing is, we we go back the last couple of years. We have played these guys pretty tough. Uh, last year, we had a couple of big plays with Cade, and uh, you know. Uh, uh, Gage had a nice uh, touchdown run on the toss, and 
I thought we played them pretty well. And then you go back two years ago when we went up there uh, the second time that we played them that year, 14-0 uh, ball game. That's what it ended up. And, uh, you know, a little frustration from their side because they couldn't put more points up against us. And, you know, our kids have built some confidence against a team like this because of those things. And that game that you're talking about right there was in a state playoff run, and that was one of the closest games they had down that road It track. was their second closest game of the whole season. Yeah. The only game they had was the game uh, – they had one game in the playoffs and uh, the, the game that they lost. Coach, if there's one thing you want to see improve tonight, what's the one thing you'd look for? I want to see our offensive line uh, be more physical, come off the ball a little bit be uh, better, and I want to see our tackling. If we do those two things, I think we're going to be really, really good the rest of the year. All right, time to surprise some people. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> Coach Jim Kaiser, the Chicago Braves, appreciate the time. Thanks, Kev. You're listening to Braves Football on News Radio 1070 WKOK and online with the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app. Troy here at Zimmerman Motors. It's Jeep Adventure Days, and we're celebrating with the biggest Jeep sale of the year. Run, don't walk. We'll even pick you up. Every new Jeep is discounted for this event. Now that's huge, Troy. Every Jeep discounted. You never pay over sticker here. So get here soon for the best selection. Adventure Days is all about having fun in your Jeep, and we are Jeep people. Let us show you why we sell more Jeeps for less. Come in and see why people have been coming from all over the region to Zimmerman's Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Sunbury and experience what we call the Zimmerman difference. Call 570-988-JEEP or visit us online at ZimmermanJeep.com. In an average lifetime, we have 7 to 10 major events. We buy our first car, rent or buy our first home, get married, start a business, have children, a child starts driving, and we retire. But life is not always average or predictable. For all of life's events, common or exceptional, Shally Insurance Agency is here to help. Shally Insurance Agency offers coverage for your home, auto, life, business, and employee benefits through best-in-class carriers like Grange Insurance. Shally Insurance Agency, we're here to help. Visit us at shallyagency.com. Family-owned and operated, Shally Insurance, located in Sealands Grove and Lewisburg. There's so much fall family fun at Cole Stony Hill Tree Farm, including hay rides now through November 6th. Ride through PA's beautiful countryside and over the historic covered bridge. Cole Stony Hill Tree Farm has hundreds of pumpkins in the pumpkin patch. The corn cannon, the pumpkin chunk and giant slingshot is launching starting September 16th. And get lost in the corn maze. Cole Stony Hill Tree Farm, Mexico Road, Milton. Go to colestonyhill.com and Facebook for hours and info. Drive slow down Market Street in Sunbury and keep your eyes peeled to find the small but mighty squeeze-in, bringing you the best dogs you'll find on this side of the river with specialty options that will satisfy any eater like the Cubano, the Reuben, and the Squeeze Dog. The Squeeze-In, your main squeeze since 1945. Finish off your day with an evening at the Duck Inn, their relaxing entertainment lounge-style patio at 453 Woodlawn Avenue in Sunbury is the perfect place to duck in and have a drink. Sportsmen, join us at Martz's Gap View Hunting Preserve. Located 15 miles south of Sunbury, Martz's has 1,200 acres of upland game bird hunting habitat and has been an excellent place to enjoy an outdoor family experience since 1957. Martz's also offers continental shoots, sporting clays, wobble trap, and lodging. We thank our veterans for their sacrifices for the greatest country on the planet with special events. Visit us online at martz's.com. Welcome back to Shikolami Stadium as we give you the starting lineups tonight for the 4 0 the uh, 3 0 rather, uh, defending uh, uh, Heartland Conference champs, uh, district champ, Jersey Shore Bulldogs. They'll have Brady Jordan at quarterback. He's a 6 foot 183 senior. 
15 of 19, two interceptions, five touchdowns, 274 yards, just under 100 yards and two and two touchdowns on the ground. Elijah Jordan will be the tailback. He's a six foot 180 sophomore. Jordan averaging seven yards a carry on his 27 carries for 185, three touchdowns for Jordan on the ground. Hayden Packer is the fullback. He's the leading ball carrier. The six foot 225 junior. 37 carries, 357 yards, a whopping 10 yards every time he touches the football, nine touchdowns on the season. The receiving core will have Cooper Peacock, the leading wide receiver, the six foot 185 senior, six catches, 124 yards, averaging a, whop, averaging a whopping 24 yards a catch, three touchdowns on the season in the receiving category. Connor Griffin is the other wide receiver. He's a six foot 183 senior. Griffin with two touchdowns, averaging 16 yards a catch. Dathan Tyson is the other wide receiver, a 5'11", 180 junior, along with Peyton Samar, the 6'180 junior. The tight end will be Max Angle, a 6'3", 215 junior. Across the front, it'll be Luke Springman, the tight end, a 6'225 senior. Owen Vandruff, the guard, a 6'1", make that 235 sophomore. Jared Polsky is the center, a 6'205 senior. And Dyson Delaney, the other guard, a 6'4", 265 junior, along with the right tackle, Zach Rooney, a 6'2", 235 senior. Breck Miller is the kicker, the 6'178 senior. 26 of 27 in PATs, has not kicked a field goal or attempted a field goal yet. Cooper Peacock will do the punting, averaging 41 yards a punt, along a 48 and 2 inside the 20. Defensively, the Braves will match up with Lucas Wetzel, a defensive tackle, a 6'2", 215 junior, with two sacks so far this year. Nate Brannigan will be the nose guard, a 6'2", 236 junior, along with Mason Raybuck, uh, Raybuck, the uh, defensive tackle, 6'1", 212 senior. Matt Schaefer will be one of the linebackers, a 5'10", 186 senior, along with Isaac Schaefer-Knights, the will. He has 31 tackles, second on the team in that category for the 5'7", 192 senior. Luke Snyder leads the team in tackles from his Mike linebacker position. The 5'10", 200 junior, a 200-pound junior, 20 tackles, four and a half tackles for a loss and two sacks. Derek Turber is the Sam linebacker, a 5'11", 201 sophomore, also tied for third on the team in tackles with 30. Elijah Fernandez will be the will for the 5'9", 182 senior. The corners will be Jaden Packer as a pick this year for the 5'10", 162 junior, and Chase Morgan, the other corner, a 5'9", 195 senior with two interceptions this year. Rashawn Martin is the safety. He actually leads all tacklers from his safety position with 44 and one interception for the 5'9", 157 senior. The Shikolami offense will have Brody Raybuck at quarterback, the 5'11", 192 freshman, 18 of 40, Three interceptions on the season and two touchdowns, and he is a 100 uh, has 179 yards in the air. Schaefer Knights will be the lead running back. The uh, running back averaging six yards a carry has a hundred yard game this season, and uh, has 201 yards overall and three touchdowns. Matt Schaefer will be the uh, other running back along with Luke Snyder. Luke Snyder actually the leading receiver. Ten catches out of the backfield, 15 yards and a long of 41 with two touchdowns. Connor Fassbinder will be also in the lineup tonight at receiver. He's a six-foot two, 160-pound sophomore. Miguel Ocasio-Pagan will be the other wide receiver, the 5'9", 185 senior. Jaden Packer will see some time at wide receiver as well. 
a 5'10", 160-pound junior. The left tackle is Cooper Rouse, a 6'1", 253 senior, along with Elijah Fernandez, the left guard, a 5'9", 182 senior. Mason Raybuck is the center, a 6'1", 212 senior. John Rosinski, the right guard, a 6'1", 260 sophomore. Osvaldo Baez is the right tackle, a 6'1", uh, make that 323 junior. Nick Koontz will do the kicking. He's 6 for 8 in point after touchdowns, 1 for 1 in field goals with a 23-yarder. He's also the punter with 4 inside the 20, averaging 37 yards a punt. When we return, we'll give you the starting lineup for the Jersey Shore defense. Shikolami Jersey Shore from Shikolami Stadium on Youth Football Night here on News Radio 1070 WKOK and on the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app. Hi, Mike here, and if you're in the market for a new or pre-owned vehicle, get to Blaze Alexander Buick GMC of Sunbury for the hottest deals of the month. While everyone else is marking their vehicles up, we are discounting everything. That's right, Blaze Alexander in Sunbury is discounting every new and pre-owned vehicle on the lot. Biggest discounts, lowest rates, most for your trades, best deals guaranteed. Only one place does all that. That's why we take the deals the others won't. Blaze Alexander Buick GMC of Sunbury. Proud sponsor of Penn State Athletics. You may not be ready for winter, but you can get ready to save on your heating bill with MidPen Energy Easy Pay. What's Easy Pay? Well, Easy Pay gives you year-round heating oil price protection by offering a low cap price and easy monthly payments. The cap price means you're guaranteed to not pay more than that price all year long. Free to join. Enroll now at midpenenergy.com. That's midpenenergy.com. You can save on heating oil with Easy Pay by MidPen Energy. Midpenenergy.com. Simple, affordable, easy. The relaxing atmosphere at Midtown Bistro on Market Street in Sunbury is just one of the many reasons it's the perfect place to spend your evening. Visit them Wednesday through Friday to finish off your workday or stop out for a Saturday night on the patio featuring local entertainment. With delicious, freshly made appetizers and entrees, including their well-known goat cheese dip and new dishes almost every week, the Midtown Bistro is sure to satisfy. Find Midtown Bistro on Facebook or check them out at 323 Rear Market Street in Sunbury after the game. Community is what WNL is all about. For more than 50 years, we've relied on great people and great local businesses to support us. Glicks is one of those true community partners. For decades, WNL has chosen Glicks because we trust them. They do the job right and they do it well. Whether it's new doors or service, you should trust Glicks too. I'm Andy Long of WNL Subaru, Nissan, and Mazda, and our family is proud to recommend Glicks. You can sell your car to just about anyone, but when you sell your car to Platinum Central Pennsylvania, you always get top dollar. Platinum Central Pennsylvania has partnered with Kelly Blue Book Instant Cash Offer, and they now have five Kelly Blue Book authorized buy centers in the Mid-State region. So whether you live in the Carlisle, Mechanicsburg, Harrisburg, Lancaster, or Sealands Grove areas, you'll find that Platinum Central Pennsylvania has a place for you. Visit online at creditpa.com. At Platinum, they're proud to say, we get you done. National Anthem tonight on Youth Football Night here at Shikolami Stadium as all the youth football players are on the field along with the cheerleaders and the youth cheerleaders as well waiting for the team to come out 
and giving them a quote-unquote tunnel to go through tonight. Finishing up with the starting lineups for the Jersey Shore 3-0 defense, it'll be Gabe Andrus, who is the defensive end. He leads the team with three sacks for the 5'10", 182 senior. Tate Sechrist is the defensive end. Tied for the team lead in tackles. Tackles for a loss as well for the 6'195", junior. Luke Springman will be the defensive tackle, a 6'225", senior, along with Derek Stetz, a 6'205", senior. Stone Seacrest is the linebacker, a 5'11", 182 senior. They'll go with three linebackers, including Peyton Samar, a 6'180", junior, and Hayden Packer, tied for the team lead with tackles and tackles for a loss at 17-3. and three, uh, Tackles for a loss for the 6'225", junior. Connor Griffin is the cornerback. He has a fumble recovery this year for the 6'183", junior. Dathan Tyson, the other cornerback of 5'11", 180 junior. Cooper Peacock is the safety. He is one interception on the season for the 6'185", senior. And Brady Jordan, the other safety, a 6'183", senior. So that finishes up the starting lineups for tonight between the Shikolami Braves and the Jersey Shore Bulldogs as we get ready for coverage here on WKOK as the sun sets behind the trees here at Shikolami Stadium field looking really good this year i mean it is very green very plush uh, one of the uh, one of the better seasons i've seen for the field chief well that three inches of rain we got uh, didn't hurt a couple days ago if you if you look over your shoulder and look at the new soccer field you'll see that it is green also and just uh, about seven days ago it was brown as could be kevin so, so now we do truly have the green green grass of home we do tonight we do <laughs> Jersey Shore ready to come out. Shikolami has made their appearance on the right of our broadcast location in their navy blue jerseys, white uh, numerals, and maroon lettering. The white pants with the stripe down the side. Jersey Shore to our left in the white jerseys, orange pants, black stripe down the side, and the orange helmet with JS on the top of it. And you'll be able to see those if you have the opportunity to join us on our WKOK Sports YouTube channel. Just go to w, uh, just go to YouTube and search WKOK Sports. It'll pop right up for you. You can watch the game on your smart TV as well as on your phone or your computer. You can listen to us here on the radio and on WKOK.com and on the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app. Many ways to catch tonight's game depending on how you want to watch it or listen to it. And we appreciate being your ticket to the game tonight here at Shikolami Stadium as the 1-2 and Shikolami Braves take on the 3-0 and Jersey Shore Bulldogs. We'll get to the Chiefs' keys to victory here in just a moment as both teams continue to huddle up on opposite ends of where they came in. And the cheerleaders make their ways to the sidelines now on both sides of the field. Coaches making their way to the uh, uh, sidelines as well. And I am told that we have a, I do not know the, uh, I, I did not recognize the referee tonight, but I'm told we have a veteran crew tonight. Uh, and um, there was some discussion about that third quarter to fourth quarter ball placement. And after looking at the WKOK Sports YouTube channel, everybody was in sync that that was the wrong spot. <laughs> so, so we were not completely crazy, Chief. We, we did have an idea what was going on there. No, and Coach Kaiser, uh, probably that was a well-merited uh, penalty he got. All right, He did get the penalty for that, mm-hmm. no question about it. Waiting for the coin toss here, or the ceremonial coin toss. 
And we welcome those of you on WKOK Sports YouTube channel tonight as Shikalemi takes on Jersey Shore. Ran through the starting lineups on the radio. We'll give you a brief highlight of the skill positions, but right now it's time to go to the Chief for his keys to victory tonight. First of all, the Braves have to uh, take, take the ball and slow this game down by controlling it, keeping the football out of the hands of Jersey Shore's uh, offense. That's a real key. I think field position goes a long way tonight, and I talked earlier on the radio that uh, as far as uh, uh, punting goes, uh, Koontz does an excellent job of, of turning the, or reversing the field, and he, he has to do that tonight. Basically, Kevin, they're going to have to play the best game that they've played all year. Uh, and and like they did at Central Mountain, they're going to have to play all four quarters. And I really think the first quarter is a key, all right, because Jersey Shore scored 28 points in the first quarter against Seals Grove up at Thompson Street Stadium last week, and that's really a demoralizer. Two quick points I wanted to make. Shikalami went into the game last week at minus two, they're plus four on the turnover side of things after last week. Jersey Shore, by the way, also plus four. But I want to take you back to 2020. The Braves got dismantled by 50-plus here at Shikolami Stadium. Went up to Jersey Shore in the second half of that season where you played teams twice in that very unique 2020 year and only lost it by 14. They were down 7 nothing in the biggest part of that game in the, until midway through the third quarter. They really stunned Jersey Shore. And you know what? That was the second closest game they played through the rest of their playoff run as well until they ended up losing that game at the end of the 2020 season. So it is possible. It, it, there is a chance, Chief. And Jersey Shore elected to receive when the coin toss was done which does surprise me a little bit but i no. guess they're used to jumping out on their, top early their defense they're, they're pretty sure about their defense they want to probably put one in the end zone to start out you know it's funny you mentioned that chief because peacock has been able to do it he has eight touchbacks this year uh, on the kickoff on the other side of things Koontz does not have a uh, touchback this year Cooper Peacock will be the returner to the near side at about the five-yard line. Elijah Jordan to the far side. Ball will be spotted at the 45-yard line. Smack in the middle of the field on the X. Braves will be moving right to left as we view things as the sun slowly sets in the west here in Sunbury. We'll be following a lot of games tonight, including our Blaze Alexander Ford built Ford tough game of the week, and that is the one that Danville and Loyal Soccer in. Plays Alexander Ford where it's worth the drive to Route 45 in Lewisburg. Squib kick, bouncing around at the 30, make that the 25-yard line, picked up in the middle of the field to the 30, to the 35, still on his feet to the 40-yard line and dropped at the 40-yard line is Seacrest, the ball carrier. Isaac Schaefer, Knights rode him down. You're not going to arm tackle any of these boys, and uh, it was a good return off of a short kick. So Jersey Shore with good field position, and they're going to go right and be on the line. You might see a little bit of a quick offense tempo here, Kevin. And, Chief, this is where they have done a lot of short fields this year. This is nothing new for this offense. Jordan under center, takes a three-step drop, pump fakes, fires it down to the outside, and... 
pretty good defense. Well, they're going to call a flag now as he caught it too, Kevin. Martin was fighting with the receiver at the 40-yard line, and you're right. They, he ended up getting that ball after it bounced around, and he land, uh, the receiver lands on his back and makes the catch. I believe that was, uh, I thought it was Peacock, but it looks like Connor Griffin. Yeah, Connor Griffin picked up that. That was a 20-yard gain, Kevin. Defensive pass interference on that 20-yard pass reception to the Shikolami 40-yard line. And that's where the Braves' defense will set up after the first down. Jordan now hands it off. Left side looking for running room there is Packer. Packer gets to the corner. Packer a big 225, and he is a solid 225. Will come up with eight yards to the 32-yard line. Usually they save that play for later on. That was a counter play. Just a, everybody goes right, and then they counter it back with Packer, and he picks up nine yards. There's a handoff to make that a swing pass. The Peacock to the near side. Spins out of two tackles and gets knocked down outside the 10-yard line to the 13-yard line. And that will be an 18-yarder. And then quickly, Jordan under center again as the clock winds with 11.19 to go. Send Peacock in motion to the far side. It'll be a quick pitch now to the far side to Jordan. Jordan strung out. Turber, or I make that Schaefer Knights the first one to meet him there. Luke Snyder there as well. No game. Elijah Jordan, uh, you know, usually when he he gets runs the ball, it's on either a jet sweep or in that case, like you called, a quick pitch left. Here's a handoff to the big man. And then Packer goes in, and he will pound his way ahead for two yards. It'll get him to the 12-yard line now. That's, so it will be third down and eight. That's nothing more than a dive play. He just he was lined up in the right halfback position, and he dove over the right tackle. Jordan under center, coming out to the near side. Has some pressure from the backside. Now he's rolling, continues to roll, fires it. Incomplete, almost intercepted. Luke Snyder looked like he was the intended receiver. His feet went out from underneath him as he tried to reach to his right, and that'll bring up a fourth down and decision time early on here for the Bulldogs. Well, who made that play was Mr. Fernandez with a good contain. He basically made Jordan, uh, you know, go a lot farther out than he wanted to but we're going to get a field goal attempt here by the uh by the bulldogs peacock is the holder so he'll set it up at the 19 it'll be a 29 yarder for miller this will be his first attempt from the far hash mark line drive kick drifting to the left upright it is no good it drifts outside the left upright and that drive comes up empty for jersey shore with 10:25 to go here in the first quarter of play Kevin, that's the first time, I believe, all year that Jersey Shore has been stopped on their first uh, first possession on the offense. They gained a lot of yards. They went from the 40 down to the uh, uh, 29-yard line, but uh, actually they were down to the 13. Yeah, but the Braves, Braves held tough. It's definitely the first time they've attempted even a field goal this year for sure, and it came up wide left. It definitely had the leg. It was driven well. Raybuck now under center with a wing formation. They'll hand it off on the scissors right side to Snyder. Snyder goes nowhere. Matter of fact, he lost two. Just uh, basically they tried to run. I know we used to call it a 22 when, when I used to coach and we had to run, run the wing T, but that's, you know, it's a handoff with guards pulling to the, to the halfback as he's going to the right. 
and they try to cut it up as soon as possible. But Jersey Shore fills every gap, Kevin. They fill every gap. They do, and they're gonna. They put a four-man front of actually seven men in the box most times with the three linebackers. Even though one of them plays more like a like a defensive end, rolling out to the near side is Raybuck. Raybuck firing flag in the middle of the field, incomplete intended for Schaefer Knights. On the coverage was Packer, the linebacker, but that flag comes in the middle of the field. That's gonna be a hold. I think so too. Behind it's, the quarterback rolling out, it's a hold on the tackle, the right tackle. He was trying to, you know, keep the defender from getting to Brody and he got by him and I think he reached out but Kevin I think they could have called 44 on pass interference too because he was riding all over the receiver for Shekelemi's back. He was definitely close to him there's no doubt and there's the holding call against the Braves so that will happen at the 11 yard line so they'll march this one back to about the 6 actually the 5 well it's about the 6 so that's a 10-yard penalty, but it's actually a 20-yard penalty. Right, kind of, 18 because, yard, 18 because yard it's penalty. behind the line of scrimmage, yeah, it was, too. It's a, yeah. spot, it's a spot foul. Second down, and yikes for the Braves. One back, double wing formation for Raybuck. Raybuck will hand it off on the near side. It's Martin. Martin gets spun down at the five-yard line. No running room there at all. That'll give us an opportunity to pause. Ten seconds for station identification. This is Shikolami Braves football. It's sports talk where your voice counts. The Steve Jones Show, weekdays from 3 to 5 on News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury and online at WKOK.com. And coming now with a third down and long. It'll be third down and 21 from the Shikolami six yard line, and this is where you got to be careful, Chief. Well, they don't want to turn the ball over here, but they, you know, they're, 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 it's probably. They don't want to get in the, try to pass from the end zone either, but they're going to get a lot of pressure here. And a handoff. Oh, Martin had the corner if he just could have gotten there. And one man may have saved that one from being a devastating play against the. And that was uh, Zach Rooney. Well, that's a scissors play. It wasn't a counter play. It's a little farther out on the handoff. But every all the motion was going left. And, of course, Martin was in the wingback position on the left side. And he reversed and came back and got tackled. Koontz now with his heels on the end line has just enough room to get this one away. And a good snap. He'll set up and hit a line drive kick that hits at about the 30, taken at the 45, make that the 35 by Peacock. He got to the edge. Peacock gets to the 25, to the 20, spun out of bounds at the 17-yard line. Well, he got around Chase Morgan, but uh, Chase ran him down. And uh, good return, so excellent position. Uh, they're going to have uh, inside this almost. Are they inside the 20, Kevin? Yeah, they are. Yeah, they're, they're, they're going to spot the 17-yard line, an ultra-short field here. There's been no huddles so far for Jersey Shore. Three receivers to the right with a single-back quarterback and a shotgun. And that one is going to be stopped before it could even get started. And it is going to be against Jersey Shore, so that'll march it back to the 22-yard line. So back outside the red zone now for Jersey Shore with 8-12 remaining here in the scoreless first quarter. Jersey Shore with their second possession of the ball game. They're, they're and they're going to do it again. Yeah. Something's not up between the center and the rest of the, uh, the Jersey Shore line right now. That ball was snapped ahead of time. In fact, 
he wanted to give the ball to number 44 Packer, and Packer was still in his still in his stance to run the or you know like pre-snap. So that's two five-yard penalties back to back for the Bulldogs. That'll put the quarterback in motion. Jordan to the near side. He's going to be under duress. He's sacked. Dropped by Luke Snyder for the Shikalami sack on that first down and a whole lot. And now it's second down and even more. That's a loss of, I believe, eight yards, Kevin. 22-yard line is where they started that. Back to the 35-yard line now. Second down and about 23. Here's the handoff to Packer. Packer spins off a tackler, doesn't spin off the second. Raybuck had him, wrapped him up, and then got a help finishing off the play. The first person to meet him was was uh, Raybuck, the tackle. He actually held on to him as he was going through the hole. Third down and about 18. Play fake. Jordan back to pass. Coming to the near side. Wide open over there was his receiver. And he's got the first down just by about a yard. It looks like it was Elijah Jordan on the catch. Yeah, Elijah Jordan, uh, you know, picks up seven, 17. It looks like 17, looks like eight, 19 yards on that one, Kevin. Good enough for a first down. Play fake. Jordan rolls out to the near side. He is strung out but got to the edge anyway. Touchdown. Jersey Shore. Brady Jordan with his third rushing touchdown of the season. That one coming from six yards out. Wow, the Braves really played well for that. The, the two penalties stuffed them for a couple. Third down and long again bit the Braves. Well, the, the you know Jordan it was Jordan to Jordan, and and he got himself in between uh, the the safety and the, and the corner, and uh, the pass was thrown great. And it's a good kick by Jersey Shore's place kicker. And that does make it six, make it seven to nothing with the extra point now with 7.08 remaining here in the first quarter of play. That'll give us an opportunity to take a peek at WKOK.com and the WKOK scoreboard. And across the board right now, still looking for the opening scores in many games. But on 100.9, the Valley Southern Columbia has jumped out to an early 7 nothing lead over Lewisburg. Bloomsburg now leading Midwest by a score of 13 to nothing. And don't forget, we'll be following Danville and Loyal Sock as our Blaze Alexander Ford built Ford Tough Game of the Week. Well, Kevin, you said that Coach uh, Kaiser wanted to force them to throw the ball. I think Jersey Shore decided to throw the ball against the Braves because of the Braves having trouble with their defense. And I think they got a little bit away from their normal plan. They Instead of running the ball to set up the pass, they've been passing the ball to set up the run. <laughs> yeah, I, that's a very good it's a very good observation, Chief. I, I, that, would, you know, I, would, I would see they might go back to running. I'll tell you what, that long third down conversion is a contender for the Shemokin Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. Back deep, Morgan will take it in his own end zone. That's an automatic touchback in high school football. That was a great kickoff by, sure the, was. by the Jersey Shore place kicker. That is his. That is Peacock's, uh, I'm sorry, that is Breck Miller's ninth touchback of the season. It would have probably landed a yard in the inside the uh, goal line in the end zone uh, if if uh, Morgan would not have caught it. But you know, so you're talking about what 60, 61 yards in the Pretty air. Close. Mm-hmm. And Morgan caught it at about the two yard line and drifted to get to. I think you're right. I think it would have hit the end line anyway. 
he kind of drifted back there. Raybuck now, swing pass to the near side to Morgan, made a catch, got a block, spun out of the tackle at the 20, and will get three yards to stretch that. Make Snyder. it Snyder on the catch, my apologies. That'll be a, yeah, they give him about four yards on there to the 24-yard line, second down and six. A good long handoff. It's Snyder, Luke's tough to bring down when he's out there, uh, you know, when they throw that, it's it's almost like a, a, a screen to the wide receiver. In the slot is Martin. Now Martin will be in motion. Here's the handoff. Right side looking for running room over there is Morgan. And he'll find none. He'll lose for back to the 20-yard line as he is immediately snowed under, leading the way for the Bulldogs. Looked like Brady Jordan was there. Number 78 also, Kevin, was, or 75, I'm sorry. That's 75, Stetz. 75 was, you know, getting him from behind because they slowed him up. You know, everybody has difficulty running wide, running off tackle, running around the end against Jersey Shore because they're just great at, at getting in the gaps and pursuing. Third down and 10 at the 20-yard line, 5.52 to go first quarter. Braybuck back to pass. He's in trouble. He's down at the 10-yard line, sacked there by Derek Stetz, who picks up his first sack of the season. That will go down as a 10-yard loss back to the 10-yard line. No time at all to throw the ball. Zero. Zero time at all. And, you know, you watch pro football and you watch those big defensive guys take those big offensive guys back into the quarterback. That's exactly what Jersey Shore did to Shicklin's offensive line that time. Drove him into the backfield. Slightly more punting room for Kuntz. Low snap, flag flies. He's going to get it off the end of his toe. And it's bobbled but then controlled by Peacock at the 40. And he got the ball all the way to the 31-yard line before he went and got smothered. But we'll see what the flag is back at the 10-yard line. Looks like it might be against Shicklin on the tackle for the Braves was Schaefer Knights. Kevin, that's twice now that he has left the Shikolami Braves defender, pushed him almost out of his shoes, all right? So it looks like they're going to... I think they'll make him kick it again. Kick it again. I I thought Nick almost got that right knee down uh, when he was catching the football in the end zone. That's a safety if that occurs. So he's got to be careful was, about yeah, that. Yeah, that's a great point, Chief. I did, not, I did not realize how close he was to putting that knee down. So you're right, that is gonna, that's going to go back to the five-yard line, and the extra punting room he had is now gone. 5.07 to go here in the first quarter, 7-0 Jersey Shore, as they missed the field goal on their opening drive, but their second drive ended up in points. Now he's got the end line to deal with, too. Yeah, this is kind of where, yeah, where he punted it last time. And he's been really rushing the punts, I think, because of the pressure that Jersey Shore has been putting on. Look for a good snap on this one, and that one a little bit off target. Pressure's coming. He got it away. Peacock looking for it at the 35, to the 30, to the 25, to the 20, straight up the hash marks, and tackled at the 18, 19-yard line, and Schaefer Knights was the first one to meet him there. And Martin brought him down. Again, he split the defenders, Kevin. Everybody was in their lane, and he just kind of set them up. They all stopped, and he picked the... The space that was between the, uh, the largest space between two or three guys and picked up another five or six yards. This might be the uh, shortest field we've seen in a long time for Jersey Shore or anybody. And that one is going to go to the big man, Packer, off the left side. He'll get down to the seven, uh, 16 yard line, second down and eight. Schaefer Knights on that tackle, solo. 
Second down and eight for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs, leading it 7 to nothing with 4.36 to go here in the first quarter play. Low snap on the ground. Finally, Jordan picks it up. He's going to roll out to the near side, and smothering the play completely is Turber. Ethan Turber will get the tackle back to the 25-yard line and a loss of seven. That'll bring up third down and long. Matter of fact, it'll be third down and uh, about 16. Pretty heads-up play by Packer at his running back position. That ball came back, and he said, maybe I better grab this, all right. But then, of course, Jordan got it, and a nice job of containing him. Back to pass Jordan. Jordan looking, now running up. Now Jordan comes to the outside. Jordan runs backwards now to the 40-yard line. He's given up a lot of ground. The Braves are chasing him. Flags flying. He's going to go down at the 44-yard line. There's going to be a penalty for an illegal block, but if you're the Shikolami Braves, you're going to take that loss. 5, 10, 15, 16, 17, 18 yards on that play that Jordan lost. Wow. Trying to make something out of nothing and, and probably did a little bit too much. Now, this this possession started inside the 20. That third down was at the 25-yard line. The tackle on this, which I think will go down as a sack. They just declined to block the illegal block. Well, mark oh. it back to the 43, and, it, and it's a crackback block. Yeah, yep. And that crackback block is declined. That's an 18-yard loss. That's 25 yards the Braves have uh, got back, okay, from that initial position. So we're going to see a punt here by Jersey Shore. But again, unless the Braves get a good return, they're going to end up probably in in poor field position. This is Cooper Peacock's fourth punt of the year. He averages 48 a punt and two of them inside the 20. Good snap. That's a line drive kick. It hits it about the 25 to the 10. Taken and picked up by Morgan. Morgan will make something out of nothing, and he'll fall ahead to the 17-yard line. That ball was going to go out of bounds inside the 10. Took a dangerous move of picking it up. But if you're, it's one of those, if you're a coach, no, 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 okay, get going. Yeah. <laughs> so far, Jersey Shore has had three possessions. The first ended with a missed field goal. The second was a touchdown, and this is a punt. So we've seen about everything that can happen except for a fumble to t- on a turnover <laughs> or an interception from Jersey Shore. But 3.35 to go here, and, and Jersey Shore has seven points, Kevin. Yep, 3.35 indeed to go here in the first quarter. Shikalemi with their third series of the game, and Boy, if Jersey Shore had some short fields, that last one started inside the 20, and they came up with nothing. Raybuck now under center. Raybuck with a pitch. Gets outside, or trying to, is Snyder, and Snyder will get to the 16-yard line. There were three Jersey Shore Bulldog defenders waiting on him at at the point of attack. All right? <laughs> and that's it's almost like the... They smelled that one out, but that's how they play. They put 11 people up, and they're so quick, they get to uh, they get to the ball fast. There was an oval number of yards available yes. on that play. <laughs> Zero. <laughs> there was nothing there at all. Martin is the wing to the far side on the near hash mark, moving right to left. There's the handoff, Schaefer Knight. Schaefer Knight stopped, tried to get bounce off the blocker, but ended up getting... Well, actually, he lost a yard. It'll be second down and 11, and the Braves struggling for offense here today. That's Isaac's first carry of the night, Kevin. Uh, I'm sure everybody that's watching on YouTube, it looks like uh, 
you're straining spaghetti, getting the water off of it. That's the way the offensive line seems to sift <laughs> there. That it seems that by the time the the runner gets the ball, he's met by a host of tacklers. Now you made me hungry. I just did that the other day. I made some. You uh, made some spaghetti. Yeah, right. and we had uh, I had some frozen tomato sauce and meatballs. Nice. And it was good. I gotta go to the Chiefs for dinner. Shotgun formation. Raybuck with time. Now the time goes away. Fumble the football. Jersey Shore's on top of it at the three-yard no, line. I think it's a pass. I think it's an incomplete pass. Oh, nope. They they gave it to him. Yeah, I don't know. I'll be honest with you. I'm not sure his arm was going forward on that one to see if it actually is a forward pass. Either way, it's Jersey Shore football, and... Uh, Raybuck just trying to do a little bit too much. I don't think his arm was going forward on no, that one. No, you're, you're right, Kevin. So see what the see what happens when you get a team with a good defense and you got the offense inside their own 20. Well, now for the first time, they're inside the five-yard line. And Jordan will pitch the ball. Far side of Jordan. Jordan, uh, e, Elijah Jordan. He will be short of the end zone at the one-yard line. That'll be a gain of four. 148 and counting here in the first quarter. Jersey Shore leading at 7 nothing in an official's timeout. I believe that Elijah is probably Ethan Brady's younger brother. I would be safe uh, to guess yeah. that, yes. I He's, can't confirm or deny. He of the backs, uh, Packers the speedster with the wideouts, but, you know, Elijah Jordan's got some pick him up and put him down when it comes to running those wide sweeps. Give it to Packer inside. Now, if, if, if I'm not mistaken, I believe they'll probably give it to Elijah Jordan again because every time if somebody gets the ball down to the goal line, they, they give it to him to get him a chance to get the ball. I would go with Packer oh. here. It's actually going to be the quarterback, Brady Jordan, who easily makes his way into the end zone right behind Polsky for the one-yard touchdown run with 1.43 to go here in the first quarter. Again, uh, poor field position for the Braves offense got worse with the offense, uh, you know, trying to get a first down, and it's been negative uh, negative numbers for Shikalimi running all night long. Extra point, high snap. Peacock gets it down. Kick is high enough, long enough, and it is good. So that makes it 14 to nothing. Jersey Shore with a minute 43 to go here in the first quarter. But I'll tell you what, um, that is the third or second rushing touchdown of the game, fourth rushing touchdown of the season for Brady Jordan, the quarterback. The one thing that Braves have to feel positive about is the fact that the defense has been asked to do a lot tonight. They've been asked to, you know, take a team that is so good on offense and give them a short porch to get it into the end zone, and they've done a good job. They've, 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 out of the four times, they've, they've actually had them uh, fail twice. But that one, first and ten from the five-yard line, Kevin, maybe you and I might have been able to score. <laughs> Maybe. If we had Maybe. Jer- if we had Jersey Shore's line. Maybe. <laughs> Coming up tomorrow on WKOK, the Nittany Lions visit Auburn. Steve Jones, Jack Ham, Roger Corey, Brian Tripp have the tailgate show at 2.30 from the SEC. Kickoff at 3.30 on WKOK, WKOK.com, and on the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app. Here's the kick. And taken by Morgan at the 8, to the 10, to the 15, to the 20. 25 to the 30! One man. One One man man is right. Number 31. He could not get by Tate Seacrest, who made a touchdown-saving tackle, or it would have been Morgan's second touchdown of the year 
from that return position. They'll spot him at the 30-yard line. He made that stop on the dime, give you five cents change, move, and got by the first guy and just split the two people, and he was gone. And 31 got it. I think 31 just got him by the foot, and down he goes. That'd make him a nickelback. A nickelback, yeah. First and 10 from the 30-yard line. Backs are split in the wing position. Braves are moving right to left with a minute 37 to go here in the first quarter. Wing to the far side. It's going to be Martin with the ball on the ground, and Jersey Shore's got their second turnover of the ball game. Martin never got it, and the man who was right there to pick it up was Gabe Andrus. Kevin, <laughs> I mean, the mesh point where the quarterback's giving it to Martin, which is looked like it was a little bit of a counter back to the to our side towards us the scoreboard, and he, everybody was there. In fact, I think the the defender probably took the handoff, got it from got it from Raybuck. There was just a miscommunication there by a handoff, actually, not communication. Oh. Back to pass, Jordan coming to the near side for Peacock, overthrew him. Going right to the corner of the end zone on the near side to Peacock, who had a, about a step on Martin. And that one had to be a pretty good throw, and it was just a little too long. He had him beat, but that was pretty good defense out, out here. Uh, it was only know. by a step. Yeah. yeah. Second down and 10 from the Shikalemi 26-yard line. Jersey Shore has spent a lot of time in Braves territory in this first quarter. Here's the pitch to the near side. Coming is Elijah Jordan. Turns the corner. Bounced out of bounds. Martin there to put a shoulder to him as well as Ethan Turber after a gain of four. We'll bring up a three. third down. I'll give him three. They'll move know. it back a little. Now, now it's going to be back to four. All right. Let's go with four. Third down and six from the 22. Quickly counter. right back on the counter. Big man has got it. Packers going to drag tacklers for the first down inside the 15 to the 14-yard line. Gain of nine when he needed only six. Shore will quickly make a change on the offensive line. And Jordan will wait for his offensive player to get off the field. Now he'll drop back looking into the corner of the end zone. And incomplete. Martin was there on the coverage pass intended for Connor Griffin, and it looked like it might have gone right through the arms of Griffin. They get one-on-one uh, -on -one with the defense, defensive back, and that's, uh, Kevin, we haven't used the word fade pattern for a long time, no. but I think that's what it might have been there. Here's the handoff. Peacock unmotion. Goes nowhere. He's dropped immediately by Schaefer Knights, and he's lost on the play with a flag flying. I'll be back to the original line of scrimmage. We'll see what the flag is. It's a hold against Jersey Shore. 103 to go here in the first quarter. Jersey Shore leading it 14 to nothing here on WKOK and on the WKOK Sports YouTube channel. Well, that's Jersey Shore's uh, third penalty. That's a 10-yarder. They have 20 yards so far. Braves have 15 yards, two penalties. But there's been no huddles for Jersey Shore all night long. Now they're going to hold up play at the 24-yard line. Now Jordan at the 24 on second down and 20. He'll get the call. It's going to be an option. Oh, big hit by Ethan Gerber. Wow. He blasted Packer. And Packer is slow to get up after the loss of four. Usually, usually it's uh, Packer that does that to somebody else, but... You know, that's that option play. Quarterback comes down the line. The only back back there is Packer. And as soon as he got the 
got the pitch. There was Hernandez there, and he just decked him. Probably wow. one of the best tackles we've seen all year. Kevin. It was, it was. Listen, it was a form tackle, that's for sure. Jordan back to the pass, has time, fires it, and it is incomplete. Pass intended for number one, Elijah Jordan, and he just cannot keep his feet underneath him. That pass was also a worm burner too. They're, they're going to go for it here because uh, you know they, they they've got a lot of confidence in their defense. Absolutely. Oh, oh here they come. I, they, they're changing now. Yeah, I thought they were going. They're they going to kick, kick a field, field goal? goal. Yeah, they are. Wow. All right, so Breck Miller will set up. This will be a forty-yard. Make that a forty-five-yard field goal from the middle of the field. Wow. Sets down. The kick is up. Line drive, drifting to the left, upright, and it is no good. Definitely had the leg, but not quite the accuracy. Heck of a kick there from. 45 yards out, and that might have been the longest high school football kick I've seen in maybe 20 years. Chief. You know what really bothers me is that I, not like in pros, you, they take it to the 20. That ball yeah. in pros would be at the 30. So yeah, you know, I mean, that's the Gar- Gravich. He had basically nothing to lose there. Because, he had a short punt. Yeah, and and the way the Braves have been struggling uh, on offense, it's, uh, it's that, that's a great point. Yeah, it, I mean, he and get, the kid's got the leg. Yeah, he just uh, that way, and it was in the right spot. It was in the middle of the field. Yeah, the Braves got a hustle here. They got 11 seconds. Yeah, they're going to go right to the line of scrimmage now. Wing to the far side with five. Now he's going to come to the near side with four. They'll get the playoff. Handoff. Schaefer Knights goes nowhere. Absolutely nothing there whatsoever. Andrus, the defensive end, was well, there to stop it. Packer was the linebacker, and he got up with a little uh, little fist pump there because he's probably probably still feeling that hit from Hernandez. And that'll do it for the first quarter of play. After one, it is Jersey Shore 14, Shikolami nothing. This is Shikolami Braves football on News Radio 1070 WKOK and online with the WKOK Sports YouTube channel and at WKOK.com. At Sunbury Motor Company, the letters SMC mean a lot to us. Those letters stand for a tradition of trust since 1915. SMC. Stand for selling more cars. And satisfying more customers. SMC. It stands for Sunbury Motor Company. And when you need a Ford, Hyundai, or Kia, you have our lowest price promise. Log on to sunburymotors.com to see more choices and save more cash. And then you can say, start my car. I'll take it. SMC. In the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and routes 11 and 15, Hummel's Wharf. It's tough to find a place for lunch or dinner that has something for everybody. Why don't you try something new on Walnut Street in Sunbury, just up the road from Shikolami Stadium. It's Free Fall and Grill. There really is something for everybody on their menu that'll make them happy. Burgers, pizza, hot subs, cold subs, wraps, sandwiches, even cauliflower pizza. Check out their Facebook page for daily specials and find out more about their delivery within a five-mile radius. Free Fall and Grill open Tuesday through Friday, 10 to 7, Saturdays, 11 to 7. Call 570-917-4588 and make everyone happy. And now as the Braves take the play here in the second quarter with two min- with a second down and yeah, 11. Too many men on the field. And I believe they're going to take a timeout. Nope, they nope, got to get the penalty, penalty anyway. Penalty. They, well, it, Chief, you had some of the uh, first, half stat- or first quarter stats. Interesting, Kevin. The Braves have minus 23 yards running in the game and only four yards on a one-for-two passing by Brody. Uh, here, here's what's really interesting. The Actually, the Bulldogs only have minus two yards rushing 
because they've wow. the Braves have thrown them for an 18-yard loss, a 7-yard loss, a 4-yard loss, and a 2-yard loss. Actually, you know, I, so sorry. I mean, that, that's all unofficial. It's, I mean, it's just that my you know writing this stuff down here. The penalty is actually on Jersey Shore. Are you sure? And they did call a timeout ahead. Oh, okay, that's what it was. They called a timeout in time, and they picked up the flag. I missed the uh, wave off of the so flag. So it should be first down, second it, down. It is, second uh, down. It is second down and 11, as it was when we started the quarter. I did not see the official wave that one off. And the whistle it in play now as Raybuck will go under center with the backs offset behind him. And the handoff goes to... I think that might have been Morgan. I can't quite tell because he got snowed under about the time he got the ball. It was Chase Morgan. Morgan, yeah, and he lost two yards. Indeed. Minus 25 yards from the line of scrimmage. Oh, by the way, Jersey Shore has uh, three first downs unofficially, and the Braves have none. Well, Kevin, unless something happens... That hasn't happened before. The Braves are going to have to punt and give Jersey Shore a good field position here. We'll <laughs> Actually, this might be the best room that they've had that Coons had to punt the ball, though. Here comes the rollout to the near side. Pressure's coming. He throws it, and it is incomplete. Good job by Raybuck to see that he had Morgan available at about the 15-yard line and avoid getting the sack and avoid an intentional grounding because I don't know that he was out of the tackle box yet. The thing that you have to uh, look at is the fact that Morgan also came back towards the ball, which made it look like he was somebody that was right. in, in right. position. Again, well, now, isn't that what they always tell you? If your quarterback's in trouble, come back to the ball? Yeah. They, they did a nice job of containing Brody, and the offside backer was flying, and he came from the backside. So, again, no chance to, no chance to, to throw the ball. Coons controls a high snap. Taken by Peacock at the 45, to the near hash marks, to the 45, to the 40, to the 30. And he will be down at the 25-yard line. And Jersey Shore with an ultra-short field yet again. Let's take a quick look and get an update on our Blaze Alexander Ford Built Ford Tough Game of the Week. Danville and Loyal Sox scoreless still in the first quarter. That's our Blaze Alexander Ford Built Ford Tough Game of the Week. Blaze Alexander Ford, Lewisburg where it's worth the drive to Route 45. We have a brave injured, and actually his own man was thrown back into him, okay? And uh, that's going to be uh, that's going to be Raybuck getting yeah, up slow. Yeah, that's Mason the center. Raybuck. That's Mason Raybuck. Uh, and that's that's a big loss because one of their best plays last week was the Raybuck train. Yeah, that doesn't, that's not, that's not good. All right. And his own guy got blocked into him, and it looked like he got, you ever hear of a called, uh, a, a leg whip? Yes. And that's exactly yes. what it looked like. And that's a big problem for the Braves because lineman is one of the thinnest positions they have right now on this football team. And it's your center. Absolutely. Other scores to update you on. Southern Columbia leading Lewisburg 28 to nothing. Sealands Grove, and that's in the first. Sealands Grove Shemokin on Eagle 107. They are tied at seven in the second. Jersey Shore with a football, and Jordan will roll out to the far side, and flags are going to fly, and this will be five yards against the Bulldogs. And, boy, I'll tell you what, 
I, I I know that this game, when Jersey Shore probably looked at it, went, this game is going to go our way, no big deal, but they are not playing focused football tonight. No, and but you know, in the Seals Grove game, there were quite a few penalties against Jersey Shore in that one, too. They've always been able to adjust. Jordan rolls out, steps up, fires, looking long, has a man wide open, touchdown, and it's going to be Cooper Peacock gets the score from 30 yards out and his first, or make that fourth touchdown reception of the season. It was, uh, yeah, that was, it, they, the line of, the original line of scrimmage was 25 yards, but that was, you know, the 30 was where they snapped the ball from. So that's Peacock's second catch. He's got two catches for 48 yards right now, Kevin. Well, he was averaging 24 yards a catch coming into this one at a long of 80. Snap set, kick up, and it is good. So with 10.48 remaining here in the first half, it is Jersey Shore 21, Shikolami nothing, and another contender for the Shemokin Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. Do you see what I mean, how they make up for the penalties? You can do that at some points in the season, but later on they're not going to be able to do it, and they're going to have to find a way around. They're going to have to find a way to not make those mistakes against the better teams. Southern Columbia used to be able to come back from penalties. And, you know, that was only a five-yarder, but, you know. Right. These, they, well, but think about think about the one that ended up with a 45-yard field goal attempt. Yeah. There were a number of penalties on that one that dropped it back to third down, and oh, my. There were two five-yard penalties and then a 10. And that then, would be 20. Then. And then there was an 18-yard. Uh, no, that's how it was. Yeah, it was two five-yarders and a 10. You know, you're not going to always be able to convert on third down and 23. If there's a chink in the armor, that might be the only chink right now. Yeah, you're right. I mean, let's. Uh, I mean, this is a good. I'm, I am not putting down this football. This is a good football team, and this is going to be a football team that that I think will make a little bit of a run. Uh, but they have to clean some things up here in the second half of the season. Morgan now at the 10 to the 15 to the 20, right up the middle of the field to the 25. Goes down to the 30-yard line and what might be another touchdown-saving tackle by Seacrest. Yep. Same guy. 31-yard uh, yard line is where they'll spot that one. Well, First and 10, Shikalumi. We'll see who's in its center, Kevin, because they're down here working on Mason right now, the trainers. Let's see if we can... I think it might, be, out who I think it might out. be 55. I'm not that's, sure, It though. could be Spontarelli. Might, might actually be uh, Bradigan. Yeah, it is going to be Nate. My daughter just texted me and wants to know what a leg whip is, so would you like to explain it? When oh, we get no, 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 no. Uh, you can do that. Okay. Back to pen. Nope, handoff, and that goes nowhere. I mean, that happened. That got blown up so quick. I don't even know that Snyder knew he had the football. No, and he lost two yards. All right, leg whip. A leg whip occurs when you get you get blocked or you get thrown, and your leg uh, comes up high and just smacks somebody, just like a just like a whip. And that'll be a flag against the Braves. Not to be confused with Devo's whip it. Yeah. Just a real. It's. I mean, that's exactly what happened. He got knocked back into him, and that leg came. He, he, he couldn't get out of the way. Although it is an 80s weekend on 100.9 The Valley, one of our sister stations, and so I have 80, maybe it'll be in there. And I have 80s on, on eight at the on the. See, uh, that's the beauty. You don't need it now because we have the 80s for you all weekend long. That's true. 
I listen to the 70s more than the 80s, Kevin. And that's Eagle 107 most of the time. See, I can save you so much money, Chief. <laughs> yeah, you Raybuck under center. I could spend some of it for you, too. Here's the handoff over the left side. Running room there for Luke Snyder. Ayanna hole that time and got back to the original line of scrimmage. Actually, they're going to say his knee was down a little bit earlier, so they'll spot him at the 27-yard line, a gain of three. I thought it was closer to five. I th- he might have got four yards. I'm going to give him four yards, Kevin. You're a generous guy, though. I am. Third down and 12 from the 28-yard line. 29, we'll call it. Raybuck with a long count. Man in motion is Martin to the far side. Raybuck bobbled that one, got it back. Handoff off the left side goes nowhere. Between the tackles has been very, very hard to say the least. And that'll be a loss of one. We'll bring up a fourth down and about 14. And who ran that? Was that uh, Snyder had that one? I believe it was Snyder, yeah. Now I don't remember what I just said. Yeah, it was. Because he came out. That looks like he lost the yard. I'll bring up a fourth down and another punting situation for Coots. And a timeout by, I think it's Jersey Shore. No, Shikalemi called the timeout. Sorry about that. I kept waiting, and I did not see the official say which way. You know when you, you go to the shore and you run in, run into the ocean yes. and you dive into those breakers as they come over? I know what you're talking about. I haven't done that but, because I don't want to know what's on the other side of the break. But that's exactly what the running backs for Shikalumi are facing, is that those breakers are <laughs> full white, of sharks, white and orange, okay? I mean, there's there's nothing there. Uh, it's, it's like the entire... Down linemen for Jersey Shore are at the point of attack, and your linebackers are there, but everybody controls their gaps. And I haven't really looked to see if they're stunning, if they're if they're slanting left or right, but they've done everything. They they just have stopped the Braves. The Braves have one have one uh, positive run. That was Snyder's four yard run just a while ago. Eight forty eight to go here in the, the half. Jersey Shore leading it twenty one to nothing. Koontz is ready to punt the ball. Finally, with some room, he's going to punt it from his own 14. Back deep is Jordan, Elijah Jordan, and Peacock. And this one's going to go he into took his Peacock. Time. Yeah, he got that one all the way back to the 39. It was bobbled. Peacock coming to the near side. He's got some shirts in front of him. Got the corner to the 40. Down the sidelines to the 30, to the 25, and pushed out of bounds at about the 25-yard line. What looked like it was going to be a devastating return and a disaster turned into an amazing run well, they as he got the corner. They set the wall up, Kevin, and the wall was to – usually you set the wall up to your bench, but they set the wall up to Shikalimi's bench this time. And once he got away from the first guy, he was there was nobody out here because they were picking him off left and right as they came down. 39 yards on the return, and now they're in front of the student section here on the home side, moving right to left. Jordan on the far side. He's going to run it all himself. They're going to string him out and stop him for a gain of maybe one. Leading the way, Ethan Turber Ortiz. He did a nice job of, of containing uh containing Jordan that time. He picked Jordan picks up two yards, but it could have been a lot worse. There's the student section making some noise again, even though they're on the far hash mark this time. Here's the handoff right up the middle. Big running room in there for Seacrest, and he's going to go all the way. 23 yards, virtually untouched for the touchdown. 
Seacrest picks up his third rushing touchdown of the season. It's pretty nice when you can take Packer out, you know, who's is like 220 pounds solid, and bring Seacrest in as the running back too. They're both similar builds in that, but it looked like Seacrest had a little bit more speed than Packer did. A little bit, yes. A little bit. He doesn't have as much size. He's only 195. Snap, set, kick, high enough, long enough, and it is good. So with 8.04 to go here in the half, it is Jersey Shore 28, chicken me nothing. So you're telling me Seacrest, by being 25 pounds less than Packer, is faster? Possibly. I just, I mean, I'm I, going to use that next time. I don't know. I, I haven't seen them both in a 40 run no, against each no, other. I'm, 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 I was going to make a smart remark. I, I know where right, you were going. So. We've done this too many years together, my friend. I knew where so you were going. So who would be faster, you or me, Kevin? You. <laughs> there is no but, doubt on that. But I'm that. a lot older than you are. Listen, I'm happy when I see 40 yards, okay. let alone when I get to the I 40 yard I understand. Mark. <laughs> Well, the, the Bulldogs have gotten two quick scores here to make it 28 nothing with eight minutes to go here in the second quarter. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it, it's changed the complexion of the game. Southern Columbia now up 35 nothing on Lewisburg, and that game is still listed as being in the first. Milton 13, Mount Carmel sec- uh, 6 in the second. Bloomsburg 21, Midwest nothing. That game is in the second. Hughesville 14, Warrior Run nothing in the second. More updates coming up. Here's the line drive kick, and that one is hammered at the five-yard line. That's where Morgan will take it. He'll come to the middle of the field, stutter step to the 20, and that's it. 15 yards on that return, running down some of the other scores. Berwick, 20, and Williamsport, 3. There's the Joe Robsock update of the night for the uh, former athletic director and basketball coach here at Chickalemi. Hughesville, 14, Warrior Run, nothing. Mentioned that earlier. Muncie, 35, Montgomery, nothing. Mifflinburg, 14, Central Mountain, nothing. And in our Blaze Alexander Ford, built Ford tough game of the week, Loyal Sox, 7, Danville, nothing in the second. By the way, Mifflinburg and Central Mountain in the first right now. I see Mason up and walking, and he's got his helmet, so uh, there might be a good chance Mason Raybuck gets back in at center and defensive tackle, or at least one of those positions. It's still uh, Bradigan right now. Handoff. There is nothing between the tackles. I mean, absolutely nothing, as yeah. Luke Snyder got it, got hit, and lost, and was lost lucky, a to lose a, lucky to lose yeah. a yard. Well, you know, Coach is in a kind of a tough spot here. He, you know, if he puts the ball in the air, it seems that he doesn't get it. They don't get enough time not, to throw yeah. it, and they end up, you know, end up, uh, you know, losing yardage that way. Here comes Mason back in at center. I'm not even sure if a screen pass works really well right now you can't because get it there's off. not right. There's not that you can't even you can't even get about uh, uh, two seconds to be able to set it up. Coach Leiby and Coach Kaiser basically uh, sharing the offensive play calling most of the time and having a tough time trying to figure out what's going to work late getting this play in because of the uh, change at center. Raybuck back in at center, Mason that is. They'll get to the line of scrimmage with four on the play clock and Brody will get it snapped. He'll go to the left side. Snyder has some room this time and sneaks his way through for a gain of about five. Samar makes the tackle It'll be third down and six for Shikalemi from the Braves' 22-yard line. 
I, I feel really good that Mason Raybuck's back in the game, Kevin. Not just because we need yeah. him, but because I, when, when he first came off, he was really limping bad. Now he looks like he's walking, you know, I'd say at about 95%. Raybuck down with a third down, and we'll call it six from the 23-yard line. I don't think the Braves have converted a third down here today, have they? No, they have not. They don't have a first down, Kevin. Raybuck under center. He'll hand the ball. No, he's going to keep it. They're going to set up the screen pass. Well, actually, I think it might have been a screen pass, and then it looked like Wetzel was the tight end on the uh, maybe the uh, the uh, uh, safety valve. Yeah, that's what I was trying well, to was, say. He was he uh, was about five yards off the line of scrimmage, over towards the over towards the Shiklamy's left hash. So it, it wasn't a true screen, but it looked like it might have been intended for the tight end and receiver to make the two blocks out there for the running back and it just didn't happen punting you a situation out with Coons. nice punt he does get a good one and peacock takes it in front and that ball is free and peacock actually stripped it out of jordan's hands and almost put it right into the hands of luke snyder but peacock is able to recover it at the 38 yard line Heads up play by Connor. Uh, you know, that ball, we, it was caught, and it just dropped in front of him. About that time, one of the Braves arrived, and uh, he, he smacked into Con- or Connor Pe- Peacock, but he reached out and, and got the ball and, and actually tried to run with it, and he, he lost another two yards. This is the worst position that Jersey yeah. Shore has had for, as far as the field well, goes tonight. I, I think maybe their first possession was about the 40-yard line. Uh, yeah. So it's it's pretty close to the worst, yeah. Ball to 42-yard line, first and 10. And back to pass is Jordan. Jordan right down the middle of the field in that one at the feet of Elijah Jordan, incomplete. And that's the second one that Brady Jordan has put at the feet of a receiver. Coming into the game, though, he was 15 of 19, two interceptions, five touchdowns. Has a couple of uh, good passes, a a couple of big passes, including a touchdown pass. Well, he's he's, uh, five for nine right now, Kevin. In motion is Elijah Jordan. He'll get the give, and he'll turn it up and get to the 45, short of the 50 to the 49-yard line. That'll be a gain of seven. That'll bring up a third down and long three. Jordan quickly to the line of scrimmage. They'll get the snap, and that ball is loose, and Jordan is going to get pounded as he picked up the football. I'm not even sure the running back was completely set on that one. But they did not whistle it or flag it. It goes as a uh, loss back to the 44-yard line. It'll be a loss of four, bringing up a second, or make that a fourth down and eight and a punting situation. Now, remember, Peacock is one of those fleet of foot guys. He's also the punter. Wobbly snap. He gets a beauty off. I mean, that was hammered. Hits at the 10, rolls down, and died like a wedge shot at the two-yard line. Oh, wow. Maybe your wedge shot. (laughs) That was a high-lofting pitching wedge that came down and hit the green and stuck. 52 yards unofficially on the punt. They'll actually make it about 51 because they'll spot it at the three-yard line. Oh, wow, what a punt. And that ball just died right there. It was almost like the ball hit the ground and all the air went out of it. 
Have the Braves been outside the 25-yard line to start any of these series, uh, Kevin? I, um, maybe one. Oh, I, I'm sorry. On kickoffs. On the Remember kickoff return. Twice now that uh, Chase Morgan has gotten them out. Yeah, that, that's yeah. I, I knew. I remembered one on a kickoff return. They're not going to sure. get this off. They have four on the play clock now. They're going to get three, two. They do get it off. And quarterback it looks like keeper. a quarterback keeper. Yep, the uh, Rabick train. And the tracks were not open that time for the gain of a half a yard. So is that zero or is it half? I guess I'll give him a half a yard. <laughs> I give him one. It's a hometown I am, scoring. I am. Hometown scoring. And it's not official. Right. These will not appear in the daily item tomorrow. Or any other item. Or any other item. <laughs> uh, second down and nine and three quarters, if you're a Harry Potter fan. They're they're looking to get safety here. Here comes the handoff. And, wow. I mean, there was a hole there, and then as soon as... He hit the hole, boom. And there wasn't much for Schaefer Knights, more yeah. than maybe a yard there, bringing up third down and eight. That's the first positive yard that Isaac's had tonight. He's only ran the ball three times. Clock winding down with 3.40 to go here in the half. Jersey Shore leading at 28 to nothing here at Shikolami Stadium. The Braves haven't even sniffed the Jersey Shore side of the field at this point. No, they're down there close to the Shuey's treatment plant. That's what they're sniffing. The good news is, though, when you compare that to last week's game, the Braves are actually in better shape than Sealands Grove was yes, at this point. So far. Yes. And that little counter is That's a getting sweep. back to the line of scrimmage. Yeah. And that, is that Snyder? It yeah, is. Yeah, it's Snyder. I had to wait. Again, there's not a whole lot of time between the time that the running backs get the ball and they end up going down. And here comes uh, Nick Coons again in a very familiar position in the end zone, right? In the Kicking. shadow of the pad on the goalpost yeah. that says Braves. Low snap, wobbler, he gets it, gets it away after oh, some they, pressure, yeah, and they roughed him. They roughed the kicker. And this time it's going to be returned by Elijah Jordan up the right side. Jordan breaks oh, a couple tackle. of tackles, gets down to the 14-yard line, and a late flag yeah, they're coming gonna, in there. They're, they're going to give a penalty to the Braves tackler, all right, because he got up and he shoved, it, shoved him when he got up. And so what that means... No, that might be a dead ball foul, which might be a different situation now. Okay. The, the roughing would then take place you would get the first down if it was a roughing call and then they would march off the dead ball foul after that but well that that is my impression of the situation you're you're right kevin let's see what the official calls here it is a chop block against the braves really that's interesting uh, and now a running into the or roughing the kicker personal foul against Jersey Shore. Those penalties offset. Then we have a dead ball foul, personal foul against Shikalimi that will now be marched off half the distance to the goal. So Jersey Shore wins. In the Big whole time. green in the in the whole grand scheme of things, yes. Big time. You're right. So the roughing the kicker is nullified by a chop block call. When one player is blocking high and then engages, and then another player blocks low, that's the call on the chop block. 
and then the roughing was a dead ball foul that does get enforced after the two other penalties are offsetting. So now it'll be fourth down and 10 from the three-yard line, and we're going to do this all over again. 2.30 to go here in the half. Jersey Shore leading it 28 to nothing. And this one, they put pressure on Koontz last time and almost got to it. High snap controlled, gets it away. He did it again. And that one is going to go to Elijah Jordan. And Jordan will come to the near side after stopping at the 25. He's going to try to get to the corner. He is not going to outrun Schaefer Knights at the 19. But was there a flag? There is no flag There's in no the end flag, zone. There's no flag, but he got knocked down again, so I, I don't know. There is no flag in the end zone for any sort of roughing. Well, Jersey Shore is going to have excellent field position again. I sound like a broken record, Kevin. <laughs> well, they do indeed have excellent field position well, that's what in the red zone. That's what your already. defense does for you. Yeah. I mean, I mean, my gosh. Well, and, and a good return. Oh, yeah. And, and good special teams returns. And, and uh, by far, Peacock and Jordan both doing very well. I mean, Peacock run, uh, averaging 31 yards a punt return. Timeout by Shikalimi. That'll be their final timeout now. That'll give us a chance to remind you that you can catch Steelers football all season on 100.9 The Valley. Steelers hosting the Patriots on Sunday. Pre-game at 11 a.m. Kickoff with Bill Hillgrove and Craig Wolfley starts at 1 on 100.9 The Valley. And the Eagles all season on Eagle 107. Merrill Reese, Mike Quick have Monday night football this week. Pre-game starts at 7.30 Monday night with the kickoff at 8.30 on Eagle 107. And here's my suggestion to you. Turn your radio up. Turn the sound down on Monday Night Football, and you'll get Merrill and Mike doing the call. And then what you want to do is you want to try and sync it up with your TV. If they do that with us, they won't be able to hear anybody. <laughs> right? Well, you don't need to because of YouTube. Yeah, you could just watch it. That's yeah. true. And you know what? It's not like Thursday Night Football where you have to buy Prime. Yeah, I didn't get a chance to watch that last night. Because you don't have Prime? I know. That's ridiculous. Brady Jordan with the quarterback, uh, with the uh, shotgun snap as the quarterback. Pump fakes, fires it. Now he goes outside, and a nice form tackle right at the knees on Peacock by Morgan. And that'll be a four-yard gain just short of the 15-yard line to the 14. Clock winding with 2.10 to go here in the quarter, in the half, rather. Here's the handoff. That one goes to Seacrest that time. And Seacrest will get close to the first down marker at the 10. They're going to give him four. It'll bring up third down and one at the 11 and right back to the shotgun. Sidecar right for Jordan. Handoff to the big man, and he is going to be wrestled down, but he still pulls a guy all the way down to the five-yard line. A six-yard run as he had Raybuck on his back, carried him. Fireman's carry style almost for six. Wow. Here's the handoff. Nope, we're going to be a play fake. Rolling out to the near side is Jordan. Jordan will be into the end zone for his third touchdown run of the ball game with a minute 36 to go in the half. Seven-yard run, Kevin? Six. Six-yard run, yeah, okay. We'll go six. All right. Because it happened so fast, I didn't see where the down down was marker was. Yeah, so. the grass doesn't grow too uh, too quickly underneath the feet of these teams uh, of this team. 
You know, when they do run that hurry off offense, Kevin, it uh, it affects me trying to do any stats. <laughs> Kick is good. That makes it 35 nothing. Jersey Shore with a minute 36 to go here in the half at Shikolami Stadium. Taking a look at some other scores from around the region in the second. 35-0 Lewisburg trailing Southern Columbia. Southern up 35-0. Milton leading Mount Carmel in the second, 13-6. Bloomsburg 28-0 over Midwest in the second. Line Mountain 13, Marion Catholic 6 in the second. Muncie 40-49, Montgomery nothing in the second. Montoursville 14, Central Columbia nothing in the second. And in our Blaze Alexander Ford built Ford Tough Game of the Week, up in Loyal Sock Township on the turf, Loyal Sock 7, Danville nothing in the second. That Milton Mount Carmel score Surprising. surprises me. Yeah. I, I would, I would yeah. have thought that, and it's out of the Silver Bowl, too. So That is not Coach, a happy Silver Bowl right maybe now. Maybe Coach Davis has uh, really turned things around. Have they, have they, have they yeah. you know, uh, went to the uh, went over the top? Yeah, they're 3-0, and and, and they go yeah. to Mount Carmel, who's 3-0. That would put a, a, a snare in Mount Carmel's Ooh. district run. High kick, and Martin will take it at the 13, to the 15, to the 20, to the 23, and runs out of real estate as a Halloween-esque sea of orange and white yeah. come down on him. He, he, he had no place to even try to split no. any, of the, any, of the, any of the guys running in their lanes that time. Minute 31 to go here in the half, and the Braves do not have a timeout. Jersey Shore leading at 35 to nothing. Braves trying to get some points on the board to keep that from being a running clock and get an opportunity to maybe get some positive plays here tonight. Sealands Grove struggled for that a week ago. Well, again, they're down to seven seconds here. Come right out from the huddle on the sideline. Three seconds, yeah. And they'll get it away. And there's nothing there off the right side. That time it was uh, Schaefer Knights who did not find any room off the right side. And it'll be a gain of zero. Second down and ten. And the clock winds with a minute ten to go. Probably for Coach Kaiser, you just want to uh, get this second quarter over with. Yeah, they're they're in no hurry right now to to uh, take this when they're going to run the play clock down as far as they can. Rayba comes to the sideline. He will Brody will come back out now with ten. He'll deliver it to the huddle and uh, whistle, and they're going to reset the play clock. I think they I think they had it at twenty five instead of forty. Could be. Yeah, that might have been that might have been the case before. Play clock back working. Week one, there was a little bit of an issue. They had to spend the last two weeks working on it. Finally got it rolling again. Well, the company said they had they had bad remotes, and we got three of them back to back to back. Wow. Well, good news is it's there, and it's definitely in a visible spot. Better than the other week. There's a handoff to Schaefer Knights. Spun down and loses a yard. Coming up to make the tackle is Springman. I, I think they put it. Did they put it right at the original line of scrimmage? Yeah, I, yeah, I, think, it's right zero, I think it's zero yardage again, Kev. Nice thing, though, with the play clocks, at least there's one on each side. Yeah. Now, there is no um, there is no uh, game clock. But uh, that was a problem for the Bucknell Bison at VMI. They did not have a play clock or a game clock 
at the one end, and it was a challenge. It's been a challenging first half for the Braves. Jersey Shore leading it at the half, 35 to nothing. Halftime report coming up next here on News Radio 1070 WKOK and on the WKOK Sports YouTube channel. This is Chickalami Braves football. Hello, sports fans. WNL Subaru Route 11 in Northumberland is proud to be the Susquehanna Valley's family-owned and operated Subaru dealership since 1965. So come on in now and check out and save on the all-new Subaru models. Start your fall adventures in a safe, reliable, and fuel-efficient ride. Amazing financing offers for well-qualified applicants. Stop by WNL Subaru Route 11 in Northumberland or check out their deals on Facebook and at WNLSubaru.com. The Susquehanna Valley's all-wheel drive headquarters. Nurses, accountants, waiters, and welders. Anyone can be injured on the job, unable to function properly. It affects your work and everyday life. Coach soccer, carry groceries, carry your child. No one has helped more people heal from work injury and rebuild their lives than the Workplace Injury Institute at Shemokin Dam Health Center. Call 743-4333. Shemokin Dam Health Center, designed with you in mind. Wherever the road takes you this summer, we've got you covered. Finance or refinance your vehicle loan with Service First Federal Credit Union. Enjoy Service First great low-rate auto loans, budget-friendly payment options, and ask how you can earn up to $150 cash back. At Service First, we're friends you can bank on. Apply today. For details about credit costs and terms, call 800-562-6049 or visit serviceone.org. Membership requirements and restrictions apply. Valid through September 30th, 2022. Federally insured by NCUA. Equal housing lender. It's game time. Football season is here and Buffalo Wild Wings has everything you need for a great tailgate. Take out food for a watch party at home or stop in and stay for that welcoming neighborhood atmosphere with front row seats for everyone. Watch your favorite game at B-Dubs and you'll get in the spirit for sure. Buffalo Wild Wings in Sealands Grove, your go-to place for sports, fun, and great food. The weather is getting cooler and the leaves are changing in central PA. Hi, this is Season from Purdy Insurance. If your current agent is falling short, it's time to give Purdy Insurance a call. We're a local, family-owned, independent agency ready to find the right insurance to fit your needs. You can call us at 570-286-5855, stop in our office on Market Street in Sunbury, or head to our website at purdyinsurance.com to find out what we can do for you. Welcome back to Shikolomi Stadium here at the half where the Braves trail the Jersey Shore Bulldogs by a score of 35 to nothing. Welcome you back on the WKOK Sports YouTube channel. Kevin Hur along with the Chief Dave Ritchie as the Braves now trail Jersey Shore 35 to nothing. Give you a recap of the scoring. It was a quiet first quarter. The first opportunity for a field goal on the first drive came up wide left for Jersey Shore. The Braves offense just struggled to move the ball. And with 7.08 to go in the first quarter, it was Brady Jordan who came up with or Brady Jordan who came up with a six-yard touchdown run for his third touchdown run of the season 
and that made it 7-0 for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. Braves, again, not able to do anything offensively. Give Jersey Shore the ball back, and with a minute 43 to go in the first quarter, it was Jordan again with a one-yard touchdown run for his second of the ball game, made it 14-0, and that's where we were at the end of the first quarter of play. As we started the second quarter, 10.48 to go. Peacock grabs a 30-yard pass reception from Brady Jordan. Jordan throws his sixth touchdown pass of the season. Peacock picks up his fourth reception for a touchdown of the season. The extra point was good, making it 21 to nothing. And again, Braves just can't get anything going. 8.04 to go in the second quarter. Seacrest this time, right up the gut. 31-yard touchdown run. And Tate Seacrest picks up his third touchdown rush of the season for the junior. Extra point was good, 28 to nothing. The only blemish for Breck Miller was the missed extra point, his second or excuse me, missed field goal. He tried a 45-yarder, definitely had the leg from the middle of the field, but that ball drifted outside the left upright, no good. And with 1.36 to go in the ball game, it was Jordan for his third rushing touchdown, the quarterback with another six-yard touchdown run, making it 35 to nothing, and that's where we stand at the half. Chief, you have some of the numbers from the first half. You're not going to believe this, Kevin. Let me do Shikalini first. All right. All right. As far as running, Schaefer Knights has four attempts for minus one yard. Snyder has eight attempts for two yards. Morgan has two attempts for minus six yards. Martin has three attempts for minus five yards. Raybuck has two attempts for minus nine yards. Wow. That's minus 19 yards running. Raybuck's one for four for four yards, and Snyder was the recipient of that pass. for he's, The receiving yards are four yards no first down. So you're thinking, well, that's basically Jersey Shore's defense and bad field position. All right. Listen to this, Kevin. Packer has five carries for only seven yards. Brady Jordan has 10 carries for minus 20 yards. Elijah Jordan has three for 15. Sechrist has three for 32. And Peacock has one for zero. They have 34 yards rushing. That's it. Okay. Now, now, now let me throw. The, there's a little wrinkle I, in there. I know. You no, no, no. I'm not let saying this. To it, all right. Sorry. Okay. Go, go ahead. ahead. You, go. You know, I'm, right. I'm done now. You give me the wrinkle. <laughs> uh, let me do the passing. Go and ahead. You, you can do give the your passing. wrinkle. You do the passing. Jordan, six for ten for 69 yards. Uh, Elijah Jordan has one reception for 17. Griffin has one for 20. Peacock has three for 25. All right. Give your wrinkle. The little wrinkle in there, of course, in high school and college is when you have a sack, it goes against your rushing yards. and it That's goes. not my wrinkle. Go ahead. You can finish your wrinkle. I have a wrinkle. Third, third, that was the wrinkle. Okay. That was uh, You was in the third person, not you was in David Ritchie. <laughs> no, no, no. No, I didn't mean it that way. Oh. I have a different wrinkle than oh, your Oh, you wrinkle. have a different wrinkle. All okay. Right. My wrinkle is that, that the rushing yards are a little bit more because of the sack being taken against the rush. And, of course, Brady Jordan losing a lot of those yards on that one big sack where he 18. lost about, I was going to say, where he lost darn near 20 trying yeah. to make something happen. So a little bit, you know, although you're right statistically, now the other side of things is they haven't had a whole lot of big fields to work with. Well, there you go. You just used my wrinkle. <laughs> See, we've done this too long together. I know where you're going before you even realize you're there. When you start a lot of your offensive sets, from the 20-yard line in the red with uh, Shikalini's uh, red zone. It doesn't take a lot of yardage to get uh, seven scores. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I'm sorry, five scores. Absolutely. 
it, it does make it, it sure makes it a challenge, that's for sure. And uh, the Braves have had uh, some challenges both offensively and defensively, but you're right about one thing. Jersey Shore's defense is very, very stout against the run. Oh, my gosh. I mean, if you look at the number of attempts there, 10, 15 attempts for minus 19 yards, uh, just uh, just give Jersey Shore's defense a lot of credit. And we are in the mercy rule now, aren't we? Uh, 35. Yes, yes, we would be. So at this point, we're going to take a timeout, and we're going to give uh, an opportunity then to look at our scoreboard and run down some of the other games across the region. This is Shikinomi Football on News Radio 1070 WKOK and on the WKOK Sports YouTube channel. Hi, this is Bob Schoen, the general manager of Blaze Alexander Ford, Route 45 in Lewisburg. And for years, we've been saying it's worth the drive to Route 45. Well, what does that mean? It means you're going to get the lowest price guaranteed on any new or used vehicle in stock. Check out our inventory at blazealexanderford.com and compare it to the competition. It means we have a selection of over $12 million of inventory. So whatever it is that you're looking for, we typically have it on our lot. It means you're going to get service after the sale that's second to none. Plus, at Blaze Alexander Ford, you're always going to get the most for your trade-in. Don't make a $1,000 mistake. Make the drive to Route 45 in Lewisburg. I've got so much to do. I have to get groceries and gas, stop at the pharmacy, cook dinner, and take the kids to baseball practice. I won't have time to stop at the bank, too. Don't worry. Nori Bank has online and mobile banking where you can transfer funds, pay bills, and make deposits on your own schedule. Whew, that's one less thing I have to worry about. We know you're busy. That's why Nori Bank offers convenient money management tools for your on-the-go life. Since 1903, the Northumberland National Bank has been helping customers in the Susquehanna Valley manage money. The right people, the right solutions, the right bank. Member FDIC. The appliance pros at Peter's Home Appliance Center want to know, has your dishwasher suddenly stopped cleaning well? Are you noticing a white film left on the dishes? It may not be the fault of your dishwasher at all. The problem may be the dishwashing detergent manufacturers have removed phosphates. They suspend soil and soften water, making the detergent work better. Lack of phosphates is most likely the cause of your dishwasher cleaning issue. Until an environmentally friendly replacement for phosphates is found, stay tuned. This helpful tip brought to you by the experts at Peter's Home Appliance Center. Market Street, Sunbury. In an average lifetime, we have 7 to 10 major events. We buy our first car, rent or buy our first home, get married, start a business, have children, a child starts driving, and we retire. But life is not always average or predictable. For all of life's events, common or exceptional, Sholly Insurance Agency is here to help. Sholly Insurance Agency offers coverage for your home, auto, life, business, and employee benefits through best-in-class carriers like Grange Insurance. Sholly Insurance Agency, we're here to help. Visit us at sholleyagency.com. Family-owned and operated, Sholly Insurance, located in Seelands Grove and Lewisburg. Drive slow down Market Street in Sunbury and keep your eyes peeled to find the small but mighty squeeze-in, bringing you the best dogs you'll find on this side of the river with specialty options that will satisfy any eater like the Cubano, the Reuben, and the Squeeze Dog. The Squeeze-In, your main squeeze since 1945. Finish off your day with an evening at the Duck Inn, their relaxing entertainment lounge-style patio at 453 Woodlawn Avenue in Sunbury is the perfect place to duck in and have a drink. Welcome back to Shikolami Stadium. Kevin Hur along with the Chief Dave Ritchie. And uh, we're at halftime here where it's 35 to nothing in favor of Jersey Shore. It has been all Jersey Shore in the first half. Uh, after what was an optimistic first quarter at 14 to nothing, Jersey Shore put up 21 in that second quarter, and they've had all short fields to work with here tonight. 
That's an under that's an understatement, Kevin. Yeah. Oh they, man. They have had ultra short fields at times, and uh, uh, boy, some of those even started in the red zone. And really, the the mistakes that were being made were being made pretty much by the team by by themselves. I mean, there were some penalties, there were some plays they were trying to do too much with it, and they just couldn't get anything done. Yeah, unofficially. Uh, Jersey Shore has four penalties for 25 yards. The Braves have three for 20 yards. So we'll take a timeout here on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Run down some scores in just a moment. This is Braves Football on WKOK and WKOK.com. Mark and Troy here at Zimmerman Motors. It's Jeep Adventure Days, and we're celebrating with the biggest Jeep sale of the year. Run, don't walk. We'll even pick you up. Every new Jeep is discounted for this event. Now that's huge, Troy. Every Jeep discounted. You never pay over sticker here. So get here soon for the best selection. Adventure Days is all about having fun in your Jeep, and we are Jeep people. Let us show you why we sell more Jeeps for less. Come in and see why people have been coming from all over the region to Zimmerman's Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Sunbury and experience what we call the Zimmerman difference. Call 570-988-JEEP or visit us online at ZimmermanJeep.com. Kevin, where are you? I'm over here. Just and is this our last break of the half? A left, or, or maybe a right. Are you kidding? Which corn stalk? Kevin is lost again trying out Cole Stony Hill Tree Farms corn maze, open now through November 6th. I swear this looks familiar. Gotta be. And welcome oh, back on the WKOK Sports YouTube channel. Kevin Earl, along Melissa, with the Chief Dave Ritchie. We're going to run down some scores here in just a minute. And as the Braves trail Chickalemi by a score of 35 to nothing. And finding me in the corn maze would be a good idea, too. 14 oh, points in the first quarter, and, and the Braves are thinking, okay, you know, maybe we Sportsman can hang for a little bit. Sportsman Jonas at Martz's Gap Beauty located 15 miles south of Sunbury. Martz's has 1,200 acres of upland game bird hunting habitat and has been an excellent place to enjoy an outdoor family experience since 1957. Martz's also offers continental shoots, sporting clays, wobble trap, and lodging. We thank our veterans for their sacrifices for the greatest country on the planet with special events. Visit us online at martzes.com. You can sell your car to just about anyone, but when you sell your car to Platinum Central Pennsylvania, you always get top dollar. Platinum Central Pennsylvania has partnered with Kelly Blue Book Instant Cash Offer, and they now have five Kelly Blue Book authorized buy centers in the Mid-State region. So whether you live in the Carlisle, Mechanicsburg, Harrisburg, Lancaster, or Sealands Grove areas, you'll find that Platinum Central Pennsylvania has a place for you. Visit online at creditpa.com. At Platinum, they're proud to say we get you done. Here at Chickalabee Stadium, the Braves trail Jersey Shore 35 to nothing. Sealands Grove Shemokin tied at 7 at the half. Southern Columbia 42, Lewisburg nothing, that game in the second. Milton 13, Mount Carmel 12 at the half. Bloomsburg 28, Midwest nothing at the half. Hughesville 14, Warrior Run 6 in the second. Berwick 20, Williamsport 3 in the first. That was the last check on that one. Halftime for Line Mountain leading Marion Catholic 13 to 6. Muncie 56, Montgomery nothing in the second. Mifflinburg 22, Central Mountain nothing in the second. Montoursville shutting out Central Columbia 14 to nothing at the half. And our Blaze Alexander Ford built Ford tough game of the week. Loyal Sock leading Danville up in Loyal Sock Township by a score of 7 to nothing at the half. And that is our Blaze Alexander Ford built Ford tough game of the week where it's worth the drive to Route 45. Final moments of halftime as the teams come out and loosen up. We'll return with the opening kickoff for the second half. Braves kicking off to Jersey Shore when we return on News Radio 1070 WKOK. 
and on the WKOK Sports YouTube channel. Hi, Mike here, and if you're in the market for a new or pre-owned vehicle, get to Blaze Alexander Buick GMC of Sunbury for the hottest deals of the month. While everyone else is marking their vehicles up, we are discounting everything. That's right, Blaze Alexander in Sunbury is discounting every new and pre-owned vehicle on the lot. Biggest discounts, lowest rates, most for your trades, best deals guaranteed. Only one place does all that. That's why we take the deals the others won't. Blaze Alexander Buick GMC of Sunbury. Proud sponsor of Penn State Athletics. Take the stress out of owning a home with the Midpen Energy Advantage Plan. This year-round maintenance plan is designed to prevent large, costly issues, save you money on parts and labor, and provide priority service if you have an issue. With the Midpen Energy Advantage Plan, you'll receive an annual furnace tune-up, 15% off all parts and labor on your HVAC system, 24-7 emergency service, and a $200 credit towards new qualifying equipment. Eat with confidence. The Midpen Energy Advantage Plan. Learn more at midpenenergy.com or call 570-524-2215. Aaron Shikolami halftime has just come to an end, and the Braves trailing it 35 to nothing. Welcome those of you listening online on WKOK.com and on the WKOK Sports YouTube channel tonight as we again bring you dual coverage depending on how you want to watch and or listen to the broadcast. And, of course, you can always watch the games afterwards on the WKOK Sports YouTube channel. We invite you to click subscribe. If you want to hear it on your own time without having to worry about the video side of it, it's a great little way to listen to the game. The WKOK podcast is, uh, uh, the broadcast is available to you. Uh, you can find Shikolami and WKOK Sports podcast on the major pro- podcast providers, including Google Play, Spotify, and, of course, on Apple Podcasts as well. It's one of the ways you like to listen to it afterwards, Jim. All the time, Kevin. I, when I, if I'm going for a long drive, I just, you know, listen to get the old uh, sync into the car with the with the Apple phone and download that and listen to myself. And, <laughs> and, and you. And you. And you. Thanks, and you. Thanks. I thought maybe you fast-forwarded to the parts where, where I was talking. Kevin, <laughs> Shicklin, he must have deferred and won the toss because Jersey yeah. Shore is going to kick off. Yeah, I, I swore that I saw the referee touch the shoulder of Jersey Shore. You did. I, I agree with you 100%. I never saw. But they did it down here in the yeah. end zone. So I never officially saw who won the toss. Yeah. I just assumed by that. You were right. So the Braves will take the ball now, and that kick will be hammered by Miller. Taken at the four-yard line by Morgan. Up the hash marks, down to the middle of the field. He tried to get to the outside. Made a man miss at the 30, to the 35, to the 35. But the ball was loose. And picking it up and going the opposite direction with it is Tate Seacrest. And he's going to go for a touchdown. A scoop and score of 32 yards. Wow. Did he take the ball off? I, I think on the hit, the ball went up in the air slightly, uh, not uh, ultra high in the air, but just enough to uh, give Tate the opportunity to pick the ball out of the sky and race it into the end zone. So basically, you know, it was like a after he got the fumble, it was like a 25 to 30 yard run with That's it. That's exactly right. It's every it's every every defensive or kickoff player's dream for that to happen to him. And the extra point is good. And if you're the line, if you're the guy carrying the ball, it's your nightmare. Indeed. 
Well, with uh, 15 seconds off the clock here in the third quarter, Bulldogs on the board again with that fumble pickup and run in for a touchdown. It's not a, not a pick six, is it? It is not. It's a scoop and score. Scoop and score six. 42 to nothing. Jersey Shore on top. So now the clock will only stop on timeouts on the change of possession and after scores. I believe on change of possession. I'm now I'm second guessing myself on that one. Jersey Shore now leading it 42 to nothing. Going back to 2019. It was uh, one of the toughest nights. That was the first game of the season. Yeah, I remember. It, it was one of the toughest nights uh, for Shikolami. 70 points in the first half uh, of the game with Lewisburg, but 72 points is what they scored against Shikolami that night in 2019. And here's the kick. Dan McKinnon also helping me out with that one. Emailed me that this morning. And now Martin will have it again. Stutter steps to the middle of the field, comes out to the outside of the 20, gets hammered again at the 24-yard line. Thank Dan McKinney for uh, that little reminder. Hopefully it does not become more than just a little reminder. So the Braves are the first and 10 now at the... Let's see, the uh, 30, and make that the 25-yard line. Trailing it 42 to nothing now with a running clock. We'll take this opportunity to pause 10 seconds for station identification. And they, this is Shikolemi Braves football. Shikolemi Braves football on News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury. And online or on your mobile device at WKOK.com. And during that uh, Coach pause, Kaiser is not happy, Kevin. He is not. I Be- saw the headset come off. Because they they had to call timeout because the clock was running down and they did not have one of their offensive linemen in the huddle, and he is not happy, and I don't blame him, Kevin, because I'll be honest with you, there's no excuse for not paying attention when you're on the sidelines and you're one of the players. What's the old line? It doesn't cost anything to pay attention? It does not. Well, the uh, Shemokin Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game could be a a number of plays tonight. Unfortunately, they're all on the Jersey Shore side. We'll have that for you in the postgame here on News Radio 1070 WKOK. So, looking at a first and 10 from the 25-yard line after the timeout, Raybuck in the shotgun. He'll take the direct snap. Pressure's coming. He'll send it out to the tight end, Lucas Wetzel. Wetzel with very tight coverage on him and a hand on his back, but Wetzel falls down, but it was not from the hand on the back, so no flag came out. And even if he did catch it, it might have been a loss of a yard, I, too. I don't understand why you don't try to get downfield. You know, I mean, that, he was right on the line of scrimmage when the ball was thrown. Of course, again, Brody had two guys coming in from one guy from the right, one guy from right. the left. Raybuck at the center. Raybuck in the shotgun. He'll take the direct snap. Knows a hit's coming. Fires one up. He was trying to get the timing to Luke Snyder, but overthrew Snyder. And Connor Griffin on the cornerback coverage almost had a better chance of catching. Yeah, out, down, and up. You know, but, that's a snake pattern there that he ran. 
but a good pass. I mean, it was a good tight spiral. Uh, definitely had the distance to get there, and it was on the outside shoulder. It was just about five yards too far downfield. That'll bring up third down. Clock winding under 10 minutes remaining here in the third. 42 to nothing in favor of Jersey Shore. Brody under center again with a long count. And I'm not sure if Schaefer Knights really had that ball right away. It looked like he was trying to get it off of his hip. It didn't matter. He got snowed under immediately for a loss of two. And that'll mark it back to the 22-yard line and a punting situation for the Braves. Yeah, I, I got him down for minus two yards. I mean, you can't tell. There's so many. It's like it's like it is a, it is a textbook version of gang tackling. Yeah, that's exactly what you got to call it, Kevin. High snap controlled, though, by Coons. Line drive kick. Hits at the 40. Bounces around. And it will wobble its way down to the 40. Let's see. They'll spot at the 39-yard line. 40, I'm, 49, Kevin. I'm sorry. Looks like it's at the 47. Actually, I'm going to, yeah. I was going to say, I looked at that wrong. I had it going on the other, on the wrong side. It's actually at the 47. You're, you're right. You, you are. Uh, I was about five yards away from that one. No, actually, you're closer to 10 yards away from it. But that's See, all I right. can't even do the math on it. I was so far away, I couldn't even do the math. Jersey Shore the ball yet again in Shikolami territory. At the 47-yard line, clock will start now. There's the direct snap. Coming to the near side on the wide receiver screen. It goes to Griffin. Griffin tackled immediately. Nice open field tackle for the Braves by number nine, Connor Fassbinder. Looks like a four-yard pickup, Kevin. Fassbinder, the getting some play time this year the, uh, in this game. The 6'1", 153 sophomore at corner now for the Braves. And that will be a false start against Jersey Shore, so it will march it back. So the five yards the Bulldogs just got were given right back, and it will be second down and nine back at the 48-yard line now of Shikolini. Shotgun sidecar white right, three receivers to the far side, and the give goes to Elijah Jordan, and he goes nowhere. Lost a yard as well on the play, and... One of the guys Knights. coming up. Yeah, I was going to say Schaefer, Schaefer Knights. Knights and Luke Snyder. Luke Snyder was too. the one I saw getting up last, too. Yep. Packer must be hurt. Sechrist has been in there the last three offensive series. There's a swing pass to Peacock. Peacock with a couple of blockers. Breaks one tackle and goes down at the 45-yard line. It'll be a gain of five. It'll bring up a fourth down and seven. And a very late flag coming now from the far side and it looked like one of the Braves might have been talking with one of the officials and I don't know if that's what caused the flag or if there was something else going on we'll find out it's a dead ball foul no matter what and it is unsportsmanlike conduct against Jersey Shore well, there's a Brave with a cramp on the opposite side you know so, again Jersey Shore with just I mean for a really good team just too many penalties and that's a penalty that's easily avoided. Especially in a game where you're in command with 7.52 and a running clock in the second half. Well, we don't have a running clock now because well, of the cramps. Well, that's true. That, that is a good point. The uh, <laughs> it, the injury timeout does stop. And it's Morgan that gets up uh, that is going to have to try and walk it off 
with a little bit of help. You're supposed to walk heel to toe, heel to toe, heel to toe. Is that right? That's what Faith Gingrich told me. Heel, heel to toe. To, now, how do you do that? Yeah, like heel to heel, toe. Heel, heel landing. To, yeah, toe. Yeah. Not toe to heel. <laughs> we need a camera on the WKOK Sports YouTube channel for your for your well, uh, image just, here. Just look at just look at the way he's walking. Oh, see, heel well, to toe. You know, maybe one of these, maybe in the in the coming years, we'll get you a telestrator. <laughs> That'd be fun. Just another thing for me to do with all these papers in front of me, and then you want me to have a magic wand on the computer <laughs> screen, right? Uh, I'll be drawing all kinds of stuff. I've been asking for that for Bucknell for years, but I didn't get that. You'd be dangerous with that. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah, I, no, you'd be dangerous. <laughs> you can hear the Doug Bird song on the Bison tomorrow on 100.9 The Valley. Talk more about that in a few. That was a 15-yard penalty, big sure guy. Sure was. And there's a punt that pretty much went right up in the air. Hits it about the 25, takes a beautiful Jersey Shore roll down to the six-yard line, and Peacock has another inside the 20 on a ball that hit at about the 30-yard line. That's wow, when had, things go right, they just well, go right. You know, it depends when that ball's end over end. It depends on which end of the football and what you know, what if it's you know as far as the spin going or the the turn and that stuff. And it was just right to just keep on going. The Braves are probably getting tired of looking at, you know, starting inside the 10. Yeah. I would imagine. Well, the uh, Bucknell Bison on the road at Central Michigan taking on the FBS Chippewas. That'll be tomorrow afternoon at 100.9 the Valley. Doug Birdsong, Todd Newcomb have the call starting at 1230. Kickoff is at 1. I was able to get a flight out of uh, Williamsport, but... At $4,000, it just didn't seem right. Back to pass. It was intended for Morgan, and Morgan almost got, or maybe Martin, rather. Martin, it was intended and Martin, Martin almost got tackled before he caught it by Samar. Well, you know, I, I, I'm telling you what. I got a lot of respect for Coach Kaiser. You know, he said, what do I got to lose? Let's work on our passing game. Get sure. the kids to block. Absolutely. Get some short passes in there. Absolutely. Yeah, it's been a it's been a rough first four games of the season for the Braves. They were very optimistic coming in that they might be able to be at least two and two by the midseason. And that pass is tipped and incomplete. Martin, Almost intercepted. Martin was the intended receiver, and you're right, Brady uh, Brady Jordan almost got that one, and I believe it was tipped. I think it was tipped by yeah, you're uh, right, by, by angle, the defensive end. And the other thing with the running clock, it really doesn't matter. You know, yeah. like if you you know if you run or throw, it's going right. to the ball's going to keep going on the incompletions. Well, you've got a fresh, the clock's going to keep on going. You, on you've got a freshman quarterback that's trying to get a little bit of experience in the pocket uh, with a little bit of pressure, and he's going to have a little bit of pressure here from Jersey Shore, I'm sure. And you have some receivers that uh, have been have been really struggling to. Learn their routes and, and make the catch. Direct snap to Ravick. He's in the end zone. He's going to throw it, but that's going to be intentional grounding, I believe, or did no. He did have a receiver in the vicinity, so it will not be grounding. In the general vicinity was Matt Schaefer, so they did not call intentional grounding in the end zone, and it will be fourth down and ten. I think they might have caught a break on that one, Kevin. I think that was since it's forty-two to nothing. You know, probably right. Yeah. Here comes the punt now from Coons, 
And he'll get the direct snap and get a pretty good punt off. Peacock at the 39-yard line to the 35 to the 30. Right up the middle of the field now to the hash marks. Breaking a tackle at the 25. Inside the 20 to the 17-yard line. Clock stop with 4.58 to go here in the third. Jersey Shore leading it 42 to nothing. Another cramp. And another Shikalimi uh, player and needs a little bit of help before the uh, Bulldogs get a chance to get this one back into play. That'll give us an opportunity to take a look at our WKOK.com high school football scoreboard. And in our Blaze Alexander Ford built Ford tough game of the week, it was 7-0 Loyal Sock at the half. Danville now has come back to take the lead 10-7 in the third quarter. Blaze Alexander Ford where it's worth the drive to Route 45 in Lewisburg. Other scores from around the region at the half. South Williamsport leading Kawaneski Valley by a score of 34-7. to That's at the half. In the third quarter, Line Mountain 19, Marion Catholic 6, Muncie 56, Montgomery nothing. That game hasn't even reached halftime yet. Mifflinburg 22, Central Mountain 7 in the second quarter. Mount Carmel now has come back and has taken the lead on Milton 20-13. to in the third quarter in the Silver Bowl. Bloomsburg shutting out Midwest, 40 to nothing in the third. And let's see, I had one more update I wanted to pass along to you. There we go. Lewisburg trailing Southern Columbia, 48 nothing in the third. And in the third in Sealands Grove, Shemokin and Sealands Grove still tied at seven. That was Chase again. That's at, at two, 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 like he, he was the one that was on the far side, and he, he just picked up another cramp here. Jordan now will hand it off, and that will go to the other Jordan, Elijah. And he'll pick up about five yards down to the 15-yard line. That was a nice job over there by by Ethan Turbo-Ortiz to make him turn inside and only pick up two yards. Under center again is Jordan. Sends Peacock in motion. Pitch to the near side, and that's Elijah Jordan once again trying to turn the corner to the 10. He's going to be inside the 10 to about the 7-yard line. Now the question is, do they spot him there, or did he step out of bounds first? He's about the 7-yard line, which is good enough for a first down. First and goal for the Bulldogs with 4.07 to go here in the third quarter. Jersey Shore leading it by a score of 42 to nothing. One back behind Brady Jordan. That's Elijah Jordan. Peacock in motion to the near side, moving right to left. The pitch to Elijah. He gets strung out and then gets to the edge, to the 10, to the 5, stretches into the end zone, inside the pylon. Touchdown, Jersey Shore, with 3.44 remaining here in the third quarter. Off the right side, an 8-yard touchdown run for Elijah Jordan. His fifth touchdown Mm -hmm. of the season. Actually make it the fourth touchdown of the season. Mm -hmm. They've got great speed. They do a nice job of keeping all the everybody inside. They block down on the linemen. They get to pick off the linebackers when they try to scrape outside. All they have to do is try to make sure that outside backer gets blocked. And that time, he, I thought Turber did a nice job, but he did a little juke step and got around. And he, he got absolutely no help. No help at all. Extra point is good. They'll make it 49 nothing Jersey Shore after the eight-yard touchdown run by Elijah Jordan. 3.44 remaining in this third quarter. 
That'll be the second touchdown of the third quarter for the Bulldogs. The Bulldogs in the third quarter only scoring 21 points this year. Listen to this. 63 points in the first quarter, 97 in the second quarter, 21 in the third. The Braves, however, uh, are uh, but defensively, they have given up nothing, Jersey Shore, in the first half. The Braves, however, have done a little bit better in the second and third quarter, scoring 21 and 17 in those two quarters. I'm sorry, scoring they defensively scoring, giving up 21 and 17 in those quarters, but offensively scoring 27 in the second quarter and 14 in the fourth quarter. Second quarter has been their quarter as well this year. That was the whole point of that long, drawn-out stat that I really kind of stumbled over a little bit. It happens. I admit Kevin. it. It happens to the best. <laughs> I admit it. Good intentions. Morgan picks, or, uh, Martin picks it up on the shoulder at the seven. Gets to the edge now. Breaks two tackles to the 20. To the 25. And that's as far as he's going to get as he is dropped there at about the 24-yard line. They're going to spot him. Uh, looks, like, uh, looks like that was, uh, I thought it was Samar on the stop, but I couldn't quite see. I, You know, I, you forgot my binoculars, and I forgot my binoculars. Oh, I think I have them. I just didn't give them to you. Oh, okay. Well, that's, you know. Isn't that nice of me? That was nice. I just didn't share. That'd be another thing I'd have to have in my hands here besides my pen and all these papers. <laughs> uh, that's the first time we've had room to do something like this in a while, though. Oh, my, and we're not standing up. And we're not standing, standing up, up, right. Yeah. They're not going to get this off. Four, Four seconds. Three, and the Braves may two, have to take another timeout or let the penalty go. Well, the officials left it go. That was nice of them. And that pass is incomplete. incomplete. As Martin had to come back for it, uh, Morgan. I'm right. They're right the first time. Martin had to come back for it. Nothing seems smooth. I mean, the, the receivers slipping and sliding, trying to catch the ball. The quarterback's getting pressured. You know, it just doesn't. There's nothing gelling right now, and I, I guess that has a lot to do with the the defensive pressure that Jersey Shore continues to throw in. And you know, I don't see Packer on defense either. He is not, I don't think he's played since halfway through the second quarter. Ray now the quarterback. He will take the ball, send it over to the far side, and having the leap with Snyder to get that one, and he does make the catch, but then lands awkwardly and gets up very, well, he actually hasn't gotten up at all because he's got a leg cramp. I'm going to say he was really, really awkwardly landing there on the loss of three, three. yards. As we said, coming up tomorrow on 100.9 The Valley, the Bucknell Bison are on the road at Central Michigan taking on the Chippewas. That'll be tomorrow on 100.9 The Valley. Doug Birdsong, Tug Newcomb have the call. Starting at 12.30, kickoff at 1 from Mount Pleasant, Michigan, which is truly in the lower peninsula, peninsula center. Thus, the term Central Michigan. Kevin, this is not a night that you would get cramps. It, it's a it's a cool, comfortable night. Something you know, and the Braves always the Braves seem to have many more. Uh, you know, I don't know. They, they they the coaches tell them, the trainers tell them, you have to drink water all week long. I have a question for you. When I say Chippewas, what's the first thing that comes into your mind? Indians. 
The Chippewa. legend lives on from the Chippewa on, on down about the, the big lake they call Gitchagumi. <laughs> Best line in that movie was, fellas, it's too, too, too uh, rough to feed you. Fellas, it's been good to know you. Yeah, it's been good to know you. Of course, we're talking about the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. Or if you really want to with say Gordon Lightfoot. the wreck of the Ella Fitzgerald. <laughs> that's, not, that's not right. <laughs> that's just not right. <laughs> Third down and long. Gordon Lightfoot, great ballader, man. Third down and long. Not a great party song, though. No, it's not. Raybuck with the direct snap. Swings it out to the near side to Lucas Snyder, or Lucas Wetzel, rather. And Wetzel can't hang on to that one. Coverage there by Peyton Whitman. So fourth down and long now for the Braves. Well, Likely bring out a punting situation for Shikalemi. And some new returners this time. Ashton Sweeley to the near side. To the far side, it's Elijah Jordan. We're starting to see some uh, Jersey Shore players filtering in now. Situational substitutions, if you will. Shikalemi really doesn't have too many players to situationally substitute. That ball is low. Picked up by Kuntz. Puts it in. Elijah Jordan gets it at about the 40, and he will go no further than that as he is grabbed by the ankle by Schaefer Knights. They'll spot him at the 43-yard line of Shikalimi on the way in. Minute 22 remaining on this one. Minute 22 remaining here in the third quarter. 49-0 Jersey Shore. Bulldogs with the football. A couple of penalties that have really kind of uh, stopped a few drives for Jersey Shore. Some uh, choices that they probably wouldn't make normally. And a change at quarterback now for the Bulldogs as well as Jaron Loomis comes in at quarterback. The junior, he'll hand it off. And for a six-yard gain, it will be Gabe Andrus on the carry, the senior. Bring up second down. We'll call it four from the Shikalemi 37-yard line. Again, some situational substitutions. And this one is a handoff to, again, another new back. That's going to be Bo Seacrest, the freshman. And he will get about a yard before Schaefer Knights puts him to the turf. And will bring up third down and three. And Jersey Shore will take this play one more time before the clock winds down. There's about 20 seconds on the game clock. Man in motion to the near side for the Bulldogs. The handoff again goes to, uh, this looks like Peyton Whitman. Is that Whitman? Hang on one second. No, it is not. It is, uh, it's actually Andrus again. So that'll bring up fourth down and one when the fourth quarter starts next. At the end of three, it is Jersey Shore 49, Shikolami nothing. You're listening to Shikolami Shikolami football. Basketball coming up later on in the season here on WKOK and the WKOK Sports YouTube channel. 
saving money on your next vehicle is as easy as SMC. Sunbury Motor Company. Since 1915, SMC provides total commitment to complete customer satisfaction. Sunbury Motors sells and services new Fords and Hyundais in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza Sunbury and new Kias on the Golden Strip in Hummel's Wharf. No one beats Sunbury Motor Company's lowest price promise. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. SMC, a tradition of trust since 1915. The relaxing atmosphere at Midtown Bistro on Market Street in Sunbury is just one of the many reasons it's the perfect place to spend your evening. Visit them Wednesday through Friday to finish off your workday or stop out for a Saturday night on the patio featuring local entertainment. With delicious, freshly made appetizers and entrees, including their well-known goat cheese dip and new dishes almost every week, the Midtown Bistro is sure to satisfy. Find Midtown Bistro on Facebook or check them out at 323 Rear Market Street in Sunbury after the game. It'll be fourth down and nine, and the uh, Jersey Shore Bulldogs, fourth down and one, rather, and the Bulldogs will push forward for almost a gain of nine. They got about five on that one. And who's the quarterback now, Kevin? Uh, the quarterback now is Jaron Loomis, the 6'3", 225 junior for the Bulldogs. Looks like he got maybe a yard there, right, Kev? Oh, no, he got more than that. Looks like he got maybe two or three He yards. got about four. Okay. I was too busy doing stats. <laughs> Pitch to the near side, and breaking a tackle at the 30, down to the 25-yard line is the ball carrier, Gabe Andrus. That's his third carry for the game, Kevin. You know, he could end up being the leading rusher for the Bulldogs here. Looks like he picked up, uh, uh, what's going on? Oh, right. another, is another cramp? It's an official's timeout. Martin's down on the field here. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I see him on the near, it's about the 20-yard line now. Uh, they'll spot the ball with a gain of seven to the 23-yard line. Well, he's he's got 16 yards on three carries so far, Kev. Indeed is. Give us a quick chance to update our Blaze Alexander Ford Built Ford Tough game of the week. And that one is at Loyal Sox. Last check. It was in the third quarter at Loyal Sock where Danville has come from behind after trailing it 7-0, now leading it 10-7. Danville leading Loyal Sock, plays Alexander Ford, where it's worth the drive to Route 45 in Lewisburg. Out the way, Sealands Grove, Shemokin, both teams on Shikolami's schedule coming up. In the fourth quarter, that game is tied at 7. Under center now, the handoff. Goes to, boy, I'll tell you what, that time Shikalimi did a great job of defense and uh, before you could even see who got the ball. 27. Yeah, that's going to go to Brody Herr, no relation. You don't have any relation up at Jersey Shore? Actually, I do. John Rosinski looked like he made the tackle on that one for Shikalimi. Seen a lot of new numbers now. Here's the pitch. Back to the far side to Seacrest. Bo Seacrest now. A late flag coming in into the backfield. It would be good enough for a first down gain of almost 10. But. Well, it looks like he got he got eight, 8 that time. Let's see what happens, though. But did he get a little assistance to get to the edge? Looks that way. It is going to be a penalty against Jersey Shore. It will go down as a hold at about the 22-yard line. So this one will march it back to the 33-yard line and then bring up a third down and 
13 for the Bulldogs. Got a text from uh, Coach Rob Sox. 17-7 Danville ahead right now. Is that what's on ours? Uh, we have not gotten that official update yeah. yet. Under center now is going to be Loomis. Loomis will hand the ball off. Taylor Mack, uh, Mock, rather, with the ball uh, with the ball carrier, and he is stood up and driven backwards. They'll give him maybe a yard. He'll still bring up a fourth down and about 12. Host of Braves on that tackle and leading the way, Schaefer Knights. Mock, M-A-U-C-K. That is correct. Not related to Gene Mock, M-A-U-C-H. Gene Mock used to oh, coach yeah. the Phillies. Well, no, I'm not. I'm assuming they're not related is what I meant because they're spelled differently. And we and Matt Catrillo, our producer back at our Blue Hill studios, on in charge of WKOK.com scoreboard, says yes. Just updated that 17-7 Danville. Punting situation for the Bulldogs, and this will bring Peacock in. This is an attempt for another inside the 20. It'll hit at the 10 and roll right down into the hands of Elijah Jordan at the two-yard line. And the Braves have spent so much time inside their own 10 tonight. catch a break, man. Wow. They have not had any. I don't think they've had a snap in Jersey Shore territory tonight. No. They don't have a first down. 9.25 to go in this one. 49-0. Jersey Shore leading Shikolami. And... It's hard. This yeah. one was a fourteen nothing game at the uh, end of the first quarter. Yeah. And there's a there's a it looks like a whole new starting eleven defense for uh, yeah for, for them right now. I, I, there's a lot of uh, a lot of uh, less than grungy white jerseys in there. We'll put it that way. Well, they're going to have trouble. They're trying to get a team out here, and they got eleven seconds to get out well, there. And, and again, they Shigalami has struggled to it's not be able happen. to put a JV game a team together in general. They don't have enough running backs. That's they a big problem. Yeah, and yeah. linemen have been tough to find. And they do get the call, and it is the Raybuck train. Yeah. And uh, that had a little bit of steam, picked up four. Yeah. And now Brody gets up limping. Possibly. He's going to have. To, he's coming to the sideline, and I believe we're going to see a change at quarterback now. It looks like it might be Lucas Wetzel. Well, he's the backup quarterback. Lucas Wetzel has not taken a snap this year. Will it be Wetzel? Actually, I don't think it is. That's going to be Hernandez. Hernandez. No, it's actually Ethan Turber. Oh, Turber, okay. Turber is the backup quarterback. That's who I was waiting to see, but he was already in the game. That's why. And Turber will take it on uh, the Raybuck lead engine, as this time it's not a Raybuck train. Turber will pick up four and bring up third down and one. And he comes up with a little bit of a hitch in his giddy-up, if you will. So, yeah, Ethan Turber Ortiz, the 5'11", 195 senior, actually was on the depth chart as the backup quarterback, but he did not take a snap at quarterback. I did see Lucas Wetzel come in. He played some quarterback last year, of course, before moving to tight end. But that's why it was because Ethan Turber was now moving to the run, uh, quarterback spot. And Turber lost Humble. the ball that time. He hopped back on it after a loss of one to the 10. Bring up fourth down and two with 7.18 and a running clock here in the fourth quarter. I, you almost should go for it. 
You almost want to, yeah. But but again, now you you have Ethan Turber, who's walking a little bit slowly. And Jersey Shore in for the punt return. Turber in at quarterback right now, calling the play. Fastbinder, the sophomore in the game as well. He'll go to the receiver spot on the far side. They'll go for it on fourth down and two from the nine-yard line, and it will be Turber who will find three yards at a first down. And with 6.30 to go here in the quarter and in the game, Shigalami will come up with their first first down of the ball game. On four quarterback sneaks in a row. four quarterback sneaks indeed. That'll move the ball to the 12 yard. Well, it was one of the most effective plays, honestly, last week because yeah. they, they were averaging about seven, eight yards on it last week. And I'm not making fun of the play. I'm just being honest. That was a very effective play. They found a little bit of a gap with the way Central Mountain was lining up defensively and took advantage of it, including a touchdown run. Derber Ortiz under center with Martin in motion. Here's the stretch handoff. Coming out to the near side is Schaefer Knights. Schaefer Knights breaks a tackle. Schaefer Knights back to the hash marks. Schaefer Knights down to the 34-yard line. Schaefer Knights with a 22-yard run and a shikalami first down. Boy, I think if he would have stayed outside on that one, Chief, he might have been hard to catch. Yeah, well, they, they had a couple kids had an angle on him, but people have had the angle on Isaac before, and he's ran away from him. Yeah, we saw that on an 80-yard return right here in week one against Central Columbia. Fast finder to the far side of the field. Ethan Turber hands the ball off. Now coming to the near side with running room to the 40, to the 50, and knocked off his feet inside Jersey Shore territory is Schaefer at the 43-yard line. That's Matt's first carry of the evening. Indeed. First carry, a second carry of the season. And how many yards do you think that was? Well, that one started at the 34-yard line. 16 plus another 6. 22 yards, Kev. A third straight first down on this series for the Braves. Clock winding with 4.31 to go, and hey, if you can get points on the board, that's at least a little momentum going into next week. Gerber Ortiz a little slow to the line of scrimmage as the quarterback. He'll get the playoff. It'll be this time Schaefer to the far side. He's got the edge to the 40, down the sidelines to the 30, to the 25. And Schaefer knocked out of bounds at the 24-yard line. 9-14 and uh, 19. Looks like another 21, 22-yard run, Kevin. And that's another first down for the Braves. We'll keep an eye on that Sealands Grove-Shemokin game. Of course, Braves have Sealands Grove coming up next week. Actually, it's only 19 yards. My mistake, 19. Ball spotted. Inside Jersey Shore territory, this is the first time the Braves have had snaps inside the Bulldogs, uh, on the Bulldogs side of the field all game. At the 24-yard line. Clock winding now with 3.28 remaining. Trying to get some points on the board. Handoff up the middle as flag flies. You know what that is, Kevin. Yep, that's going to be Schaefer Knights off the left side. 
and that will be uh, marched off against Shikolami for holding. Southern Columbia leading Lewisburg 54 to nothing in the fourth quarter. All tied at seven with Sealands Grove and Shemokin. You can catch that game on Eagle 107, 107.3 FM, or if you're listening on the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app tonight, just click Eagle 107 on the app after this game, and you can hear the conclusion of that one. Mount Carmel now leading Milton 28-19 in the third. Bloomsburg has now shut out Midwest 40 to nothing. That a final. That was out at Midwest, Midwest tonight in Middleburg. And it is going to be Ethan Turbo-Ortiz at quarterback. The give this time to Schaefer. Or make that uh, the give to Schaefer. It is Schaefer. Down the sideline. Schaefer to the five. Touchdown! Shekalemi! As Matt Schaefer gets the call and races it in 35 yards out for the score. Good for you, Matt Schaefer. Good for you, Shikalimi offense. Matt, that's Schaefer's first touchdown of the season. Yeah, Matt Schaefer has unofficially 76 yards from the line of scrimmage, rushing Kevin on three runs. Roughly 76. So they'll go with the extra point here by Kuntz. He will set up as Wetzel comes off the field. Snaps high, sets down. The kick is right into the line, I believe. Did it... And wow. it is blocked. Yeah. I, I could not find the ball. <laughs> yeah, kind of disappeared. I, I looked. I looked through the uprights just in case. I maybe something you know popped up or something, but the ball kind of got absorbed into the line. A little bit of a black hole out there, Kevin. <laughs> it was. The ball got sucked right into it. 49-6 as Shikalimi will kick the ball away. What I like, when Matt Schaefer was running that ball, you noticed he had a man that was had an angle on him, but he cut up inside instead of trying to keep going east-west. He said it's time to head north. And once he got a little bit down south, if, if you're going down that <laughs> way, down the river, all right, he cut for the flag and, and got the touchdown. So, hey, that's a positive, man. You betcha. 49-6. to six. You got three or four first downs here. Well, let's take this opportunity to pause 10 seconds for station identification. This is Shikolami Braves football. It's sports talk where your voice counts. The Steve Jones Show, weekdays from 3 to 5 on News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury and online at WKOK.com. Coming up in the postgame, we'll have the Shemokin Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. We've got a couple of those to choose from here tonight. Now, Shikolami will likely do an onside kick, and they've been very close to recovering these. Now, most of them have been surprise onside. Kevin, Jersey Shore has uh, their first team kickoff receiving squad in there. They're not going to try to monkey around and throw one together here just to get people to play. And they're, they're also not going with the hands team up front. It is a squib to the middle. And it will be free and picked up at the 27-yard line. Going to the far side is Dathan Tyson. Tyson out at the 40-yard line. They're going to spot him actually out at the 37-yard line. So with 2.34 to go, Jersey Shore will have one of their worst field positions of the ball game at their own 30, or make that 43-yard line. Keeping an eye on that Sealands Grove-Shemokin game. 
Where's the Braves did, at Sealands Grove next week? Did you give week? the 17-14 uh, Danville over, uh, over Loyal Sox I right did, now? I did indeed. And it continues to be 17-14 Danville over Loyal Sock in the fourth quarter on the Blaze Alexander Ford built Ford Tough Game of the Week. A timeout now. This one is by Shikalemi. They don't. I don't know if they they don't have the right people in yeah, there. Yeah, I think they're. I think they're doing some patchwork things here, and yeah. might have been missing one. And that, that's a tough thing. I mean, and, and again, Shikalemi does not have many extra players on the sidelines that are dressed. No, you're uh, right. It is. It is not a very large team. As a matter of fact. Jersey Shore probably has a team and a half on the sidelines, and the Braves probably have half a team. They have, when they were warming up, they had an offense, defense, 22 guys, and maybe another eight, eight or nine standing in back of them. So that I don't even think they had 30 dressed tonight. Clock stopped with a timeout. Shikalemi with one timeout remaining. 2.32 left here in this one. Jersey Shore with their second team in, and I believe we have another change at quarterback. We'll get you that in a minute because it's going to be the guy running the ball now. It's Paul Hale, the sophomore. Hale gets to the edge, gets the 50-yard line, and then takes on Martin. And Martin will just rip him down, but not before a gain of 7, 8. Actually, they'll give him 9 on the play into Shikolami territory at the 47-yard line. And again, the Jersey Shore does not have to really hurry up but they are in that mode because that's their offense in general. So Paul Hale, the six foot one seventy sophomore in the game. He'll hand the ball off left side, running room there for Kalen Walker, and Walker will get the first down and gain about seven to the thirty-eight. He just kept going. I mean, he had his he leaning forward and kept his feet underneath him and. People were hanging all over him, and he picked up nice yardage. Sealands Grove may go to the bonus round here. They're tied with Shemokin late in the fourth quarter, 7-all. Sidecar to the right now of the quarterback. And it's going to be a keeper for the quarterback, almost a face mask there on the Braves as uh, Schaefer was trying to bring him down. But they do bring down Hale for no gain. That'll put it under one minute now, actually 105 right now on the play clock, or on the game clock, rather. And Jersey Shore with a second. Sidecar right. And here comes the direct snap. It's going to be Hale again off the left side. Hale to the 40. Hale knocked out of bounds at the 37, no, I'm sorry, 39-yard line. And the play clock and game clock are in sync right now. And Hale will take the direct snap. We'll get it off left. Hale mock down the sidelines across the 30 to the 20. do it for this after the quarter just saw Jersey Shore take command of this one the game a 35 yard run by Matt Schaefer with 245 to go in this one 
with our final score, Jersey Shore 49 and Shikolami 6. Thanks for watching on our WKOK Sports YouTube channel tonight. You can watch it anytime. Just go to WKOK Sports on YouTube. Radio coverage continues on WKOK and WKOK.com. Wall Walters out here in Beaver Springs. Why do Beaver Motors customers drive out in the middle of nowhere to Beaver Springs to buy cars? Is it Gilly's good looks? Or is it the outstanding service department? Is it the beautiful fields and mountains? Or the fact that no one can beat their deals? Is it my tremendous singing voice? Or their huge selection of Chrysler Dodge, and Jeep, and Ram? Right we don't really know. But we'd like to hear your opinion. So come see the good folks at Beaver Motors, remembering that the middle of nowhere is still halfway to somewhere. And Beaver Motors Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram is halfway between Sealands Grove and Lewistown on Route 522 in Beaver Springs. Or visit us on the web, halfway between your kitchen and your dining room at www.beavermotors.net. And tell them Walt and Gilly sent you. Today on Hey Culligan, smooth skin and soft hair comes from where? Here's Mike. Hey Culligan, I've tried every conditioner, lotion, and body wash known to man, and my skin still feels like sandpaper. It could be your water, Mike. Oh, that's harsh. More like hard water. Are you interested in smart, high-efficiency water softeners from Culligan Water? Huh? Want baby smooth skin and soft, luxurious hair? <laughs> yeah, can you hurry? I have a date tonight. We're already on the way, Mike. Let us help you out with the free in-home water test from a local Culligan Water expert at Culligan.com. Call Culligan of North Central Pennsylvania today for all your water treatment needs and set up a free in-home water test with a water professional that knows the water where you live. Culligan of North Central Pennsylvania. Call 1-800-788-1978. That's 1-800-788-1978. Or visit them online at callculligan.com. That website again is callculligan.com. Culligan. Better water pure and simple. Stop searching and start watching with TiVo Stream from SCCV. Watch live, recorded, on-demand, and streaming entertainment all in one place. Find your favorite shows, movies, and videos by simply asking Google Assistant, plus access to over 5,000 apps and games, including Netflix, Disney+, Amazon Prime, and more with Google Play. Wirelessly extend your TiVo experience to any room in your house or beyond. More features, more value, more fun with TiVo Stream, the new way to stream from SCCV. Visit sccv.com slash TiVo stream to learn more. If you're one of the 100 million Americans who suffer from high blood pressure, this is for you. New Vicks NyQuil High Blood Pressure is specially formulated for people with high blood pressure. NyQuil High Blood Pressure is sugar-free and alcohol-free. NyQuil High Blood Pressure is also decongestant-free, unlike some ordinary cold medicines. So look for Vicks NyQuil High Blood Pressure. The nighttime sniffling, sneezing, coughing, aching, fever, sore throat, cold, and flu for people with high blood pressure? Medicine. Uses directed. This tech update is sponsored by Dell Small Business. Can't remember where you parked your car? There's tech for that, says CNET's Dan Ackerman. Something called the Zeus that plugs into the power port on your car. It's got an app, and okay. when you turn off the car, it pings the app with the last location of your car. Dell Technologies semi-annual sale has arrived, and it's time to save big on PCs with Windows 11 Pro. Plus, get great deals on top accessories, including docks, monitors, and more. Dell Technologies recommends Windows 11 Pro for business. Call a Dell Technologies advisor at 877 Astell.
News Radio 1070 WKOK wants you to know about the people and organizations that help make the Susquehanna Valley a better place to live. The Sillage Grove Area High School Alumni Association is holding their second annual golf tournament Friday, October 7th. Registration begins at 9 a.m. with a shotgun start at 10. Information is available on our website, sillagegrovealumni.org. Benefit the SEALs Legacy Fund. Working together with you to make the Susquehanna Valley a better place to live. News Radio 1070 WKOK. The Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Dave Revson from BTN. I came away pretty positive. I, I think we've probably seen two teams in the East that maybe jumped out a little bit more, frankly, in, in Ohio State and Michigan. But I think Penn State is right there in the conversation. And you, know, you kind of feel like those games will come down to who makes one play here or there to win them. The Steve Jones Show, 3 to 5 weekdays on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Welcome back to Chickalowee. Kevin here with the Chief Dave Ritchie, Jersey Shore, with a big 49 to six win over the Braves tonight. Uh, Chief, the the Braves just were not really able to get anything going here tonight uh, until that last until that last opportunity. Well, the main reason was the first defense that Jersey Shore threw out on the field. They smothered everything the Braves tried to do. All the running plays and uh, and the passing plays and. Brody Raybuck never had a chance to really throw the ball. If he was thrown, he was thrown off his back feet, and a lot of times he was just thrown it away just so he wouldn't get sacked. Uh, great defensive effort by uh, Jersey Shore, and they didn't have to roll a bunch of big stats up because they, they got the ball you know, from the 35-yard, Chicklamy's 35-yard line on in, sometimes inside the 10. And uh, this is a good football team from Jersey Shore. But in, in the same respect, Kevin, the Braves had some bright spots on their defense against Jersey Shore. Several times right. they, they made them punt, and I don't think they punted last week against Seals Grove at all. No, I don't I don't think so either. And, again, uh, Peacock hasn't punted much all year. but He should. He's great. <laughs> He's <laughs> we'll, great. We'll get a chance for our Shemokin Dan Health Center backbreaker play of the game when we return. This is Chickalby Football on WKOK and WKOK.com. Hello, sports fans. WNL Subaru Route 11 in Northumberland is proud to be the Susquehanna Valley's family-owned and operated Subaru dealership since 1965. So come on in now and check out and save on the all-new Subaru models. Start your fall adventures in a safe, reliable, and fuel-efficient ride. Amazing financing offers for well-qualified applicants. Stop by WNL Subaru Route 11 in Northumberland or check out their deals on Facebook and at WNLSubaru.com. The Susquehanna Valley's all-wheel drive headquarters. This is Dr. Dunnigan from Shemokin Dam Health Center. If you suffer from muscle strain, chronic pain, or any other type of injury, we can help. We provide rehabilitation, interventional pain management, massage therapy, and chiropractic in our opioid-free multi-specialty center. We welcome new patients as we are dedicated to helping you become free of the limitations of pain, restoring pain-free function to your life. Call for your appointment, 570-743-4333. That's 570-743-4333. Community is what WNL is all about. For more than 50 years, we've relied on great people and great local businesses to support us. Glicks is one of those true community partners. For decades, WNL has chosen Glicks because we trust them. They do the job right and they do it well. Whether it's new doors or service, you should trust Glicks too. I'm Andy Long of WNL Subaru, Nissan, and Mazda, and our family is proud to recommend Glicks. 
it's tough to find a place for lunch or dinner that has something for everybody. Why don't you try something new on Walnut Street in Sunbury, just up the road from Shikolami Stadium. It's Free Fall and Grill. There really is something for everybody on their menu that'll make them happy. Burgers, pizza, hot subs, cold subs, wraps, sandwiches, even cauliflower pizza. Check out their Facebook page for daily specials and find out more about their delivery within a five-mile radius. Free Fall and Grill open Tuesday through Friday, 10 to 7, Saturdays, 11 to 7. Call 570-917-4588 and make everyone happy. Wherever the road takes you this summer, we've got you covered. Finance or refinance your vehicle loan with Service First Federal Credit Union. Enjoy Service First great low-rate auto loans, budget-friendly payment options, and ask how you can earn up to $150 cash back. At Service First, we're friends you can bank on. Apply today. For details about credit costs and terms, call 800-562-6049 or visit serviceone.org. Membership requirements and restrictions apply. Valid through September 30th, 2022. Federally insured by NCUA. Equal housing lender. It's game time. Football season is here and Buffalo Wild Wings has everything you need for a great tailgate. Take out food for a watch party at home or stop in and stay for that welcoming neighborhood atmosphere with front row seats for everyone. Watch your favorite game at B-Dubs and you'll get in the spirit for sure. Buffalo Wild Wings in Seals Grove, your go-to place for sports, fun, and great food. Falling to Jersey Shore tonight, 49 to six. After having a 14 to nothing lead in the first quarter, Jersey Shore put three more on the scoreboard before halftime. 35 to nothing at half. A 31-yard touchdown run by Seacrest on a scoop and score on the opening kick of the second half is what really, you know, that game was pretty much over. But that one's such a great play; it has to be our Shimoka Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. It's one of the most unique plays that happens in football, and in a game where Jersey Shore did so well offensively, I, I would say that would have to be the backbreaker play of the backbreaker play of the game. I mean, the game may have already been in hand at that point, but but again, it was just such a good play that it was really really hard uh, yes. and, and a dynamic play that it's really hard not to pick that one. But that one is our Shamoka Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. Shamoka Dam Health Center and Workplace Injury Institute, offering medical care, chiropractic care, rehabilitation, and more. Call 570-743-4333 for an appointment. Well, the Braves now fall on the season to 1-3. and three. Jersey Shore improves to 4-0. and oh. Chief, your final thoughts as we wrap things up and get ready for Sealance Grove coming up tomorrow night. And by the way, we're going to hit refresh here on the WKOK.com scoreboard to give you an update. And they are in overtime, 7-all between Sealands Grove and Shemokin. Click over to Eagle 107, 107.3 FM, or listen to that game by clicking Eagle 107 on the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app after you hear Chief with his final thoughts. You told me to do it a minute ago, and I forgot what I was going to say because you just kept rambling on. <laughs> That's what I do. Uh, you're, you're, I'm a rambling you're, you're, you're man. A rambling man. <laughs> Forget about the game tonight. Get ready for the Seals. I mean, who knows? It looks like uh, it sounds like the Braves are might be uh, uh, might be one of those games where we match up pretty good against uh, Seals Grove. So uh, it's down there, though. That's the only thing. The second year row, we're going down to Seals Grove to play yeah. them. Yep. And that is not an easy place to get a win there by were, any means. Defensively, I thought there were a lot of positives in this game tonight. I thought they did a nice job of contain. They did a nice job of of getting after the quarterback when he tried to pass. It's just that 
you know, my gosh, your defense and you're starting first and goal from the five, you know, and, and you're inside the red zone all the time, just uh, breaks you down, tears you up. Well, Danville comes back from behind, trailing Jersey or trailing Loyal Sock rather early in that game. They come back and then hold on to beat Loyal Sock 17-14 on the road at Loyal Sock after Loyal Sock pulled off that big upset against uh, Southern Columbia last week. And Southern Columbia kind of punished Lewisburg uh, tonight on 100.9 the Valley with a 54 to nothing victory. And uh, there is a Sealands Grove lead in overtime with a field goal, 10-7 in overtime. That, again, is on Eagle 107. And we're going to listen to that one in just a few minutes ourselves. You should do the same thing as we wrap things up here at Shikolami. Once again, our final score, Jersey Shore 49 and Shikolami 6. The Braves will fall to 1-3 on the season. The Bulldogs improve to 4-0. For the Chief, Dave Ritchie, our studio producer, Matt Catrillo, I'm Kevin Hur. Thanks for joining us for Shikolami Braves Football. We'll be back with you Friday night next week at Sealands Grove for the big backyard brawl that has now been dubbed the Rally in the Valley. You can catch that game here on WKOK and WKOK.com beginning at 6.30. Kickoff is at 7, and that's when we'll take the air at the WKOK Sports YouTube channel. Good night, and we'll talk to you next week from Sealands Grove. You've been listening to Shikalemi Braves football on WKOK and WKOK.com. Now, back to Fox Sports Radio.